0: With their Team, a Harry Potter cast for the tr- for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin.
1: And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Detention with Dolores. Not a fun chapter, but you know what is fun no. is that Eliana's here and she's going to join us. For this Hi, shopping.
0: hello. <laughs> Eliana and I are having an old school hangout. Uh, we were listening to <laughs> Christina Aguilera earlier. Just oh my god, you're in right. our feelings. In our,
2: <laughs> you're you know, right.
0: Genie in a bottle. <laughs> and we had
2: a, a straight like ninety nine, <laughs> like a nineteen ninety nine.
0: Yeah. Um, sleepover day. Sleepover. Um, nice. Okay, so <laughs> um, we have some announcements and reminders. <laughs> We want this podcast to be interactive and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag
1: wizardteam on Twitter to follow along. Submit to Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. You can check out blackgirlscreate.org for the guidelines and awesome stories.
0: Love our blog, love Wizard Team. have a few extra galleons lying around. Please consider becoming a patronus, um, we are video recording the Wizard Team episodes, and Patreon. And I have access to those videos. At a certain level, you also have access to
1: a chat room in which you can um, interact with us while we record. Um, and if you want to donate but don't have, can't do a monthly donation. Um, you can send us a cheering charm by donating to our PayPal, and you can find the links to both Patreon and PayPal at BlackGirlsCreate.org/donate.
0: And we have Wizard Team merch, and we just actually added a couple of new um merch items to our store head over to our website blackgirlscreate.org and step up your nerd fashion and stationary game
1: um and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so um rate and review us on itunes it helps um a lot because then we get more listeners and then more patrons and then we can create more content and then it's a big circle of fun basically so contribute to that big circle of fun.
0: Bankroll our whole thing. I can quit my new job that I haven't even started yet. It's gonna be a whole thing. thing. Yeah, fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. big things coming. Um also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with all of the nerd news and links to what's been going on in the world. So if you want to be in the know and know what we're nerding out about, what we're worried about, all of the good stuff, be sure to subscribe. You can find that as well on our website, blackgirlscreate.org.
1: And now, for Wizard Team news. So, there have been new cast members and characters announced for Fantastic Beasts 2, which includes Nicholas Flamel as a character, a Travers, and a Rossier. We don't know, like, their full names, but, you know, they're... Ancestors of Death Eaters, so that's fun. Um, also, fun. Jessica Williams is, is in um, this new movie. We don't know what her role is or how long, you know, whether it's like a big role or just a cameo or whatever. But she's in there, and that's lit. And you know, so congratulations. it just reminds you
0: to go after your dreams, become famous, and then strike up a conversation and a friendship with J.K. Rowling, and then you too can be in the Wizarding World. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Easy steps. Step one to be. Yeah, Be world famous. Talk to J.K. Rowling. She'll put you in the movie. Boom. One, two, three. Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so our listener, Kim Lloyd, actually wrote that fanfic, y'all. Like, she did it. She, she did do it. I had a headcanon about Sirius and Petunia going on a doomed date from hell, and that's, like, another reason why Petunia can't stand wizards. And Kim came through and wrote that fanfic. I'm super excited. I haven't finished it, so I'm not going to, like, give any comments yet, but it is on fanfiction.net. If you follow us on Twitter, um, we've tweeted it out. We'll tweet it out again. And thank you so much, Kim, for actually writing that fanfic.
1: It's really good. It's very good. Yeah. And very fun.
0: I've been traveling, and so I haven't been able to, like, sit down and do it. been... Being traumatized by Aminata.
1: What do you jumping mean? She's a delight. Like she ain't
0: got jumping all up on my daddy like she ain't got no sense. Okay.
1: She's five. Y'all
0: keep saying that like it's an excuse. It
1: but is when it is when you're when you're in your thirties. She's devious. She's not. She, she lost wins. her first tooth. That's a that's Wizard her Team tooth. news. She lost her first tooth. So now we have snaggletooth um, on the and team.
0: To, and to prove my point about how her being five is irrelevant, we were at dinner before she pulled out her tooth. she didn't wait for it to come naturally. It was well it who was does loose. that?
1: What kid did loose. that?
0: And she was like, enough is enough getting this tooth fairy money. Um, but she told me point-blank period. Um, my mom can be the cheese fairy or my sister or you can be the cheese fairy. Grandma could be the cheese fairy, but I sleep upstairs and grandma can't go up the stairs. And I was like, excuse you. That's not how that works. It is. It is. But like, she should
1: know that. No, that's not. We don't do that in our family. We don't. We don't know.
0: Someone at my parents her, as a kid. My, that that's
1: no, that's the thing that Akira probably told her that like i'm not even joking that's like not a thing we do in our family i remember when i right before i started going to school with like people who weren't the people at my homeschool, uh my dad was like you're gonna hear about this thing called santa claus it's not real you don't have to tell the other kids but you just know it's not real and i was like cool the tooth fairy you know there ain't no fairy coming under your pillow to give you money that's me and your mom like cool as long as i'm getting the money who cares (laughs) like
0: (laughs) the point of this story is is that she was like my mom can be it my sister can be it and they're gonna give me candy and i was like uh yeah i don't know where the candy came from
1: i think she made that up
0: she made that up
1: yeah the other part is yeah well i mean my sister akira the other one she actually pulled tooths out like they would be a little bit wobbly she was like cool that's twenty bucks because my stepdad would literally give her. That's because
0: I heard she got twenty. No, my bucks. my
1: stepdad would literally give her twenty dollars for every tooth she lost, and it wasn't even like, oh, I'm putting it under your pillow. Like she would get the pillow money, no, just, and then she would go to my stepdad like, I lost my tooth, and he'd be like, cool, and would give her twenty dollars at like ten.
0: Your mom was like, I. I told him like this is an American thing, and he popped out twenty bucks and she was like, well, wait a yeah, minute, yeah, <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> she was like that's that's not how akira it works, was... <laughs> but for a minute, akira, akira was, was bawling like, get my funds together man it was it was a uh, yeah, for a minute she she was, was had the anyway, most money of all of us, of...
0: yeah, enough of our family history um Unless, Eliana, you got two fairy
2: stories you want to share? No, I do not. Sorry. No two fairy stories. I got nothing.
0: Yeah, it's a conversation. Uh, Let's jump into the chapter.
1: Let us do that. But first, previously on Wizard Team. Oh,
0: right. Previously.
1: Previously on Wizard Team, um, Harry and Ron. I mean, Hermione at least had one class. That was cool. But they had the worst Monday schedule of all time. Um, So they had to go to... Uh, what's it called? Potions, and then they had to go. Wow, I don't even remember all these terrible classes. No, they went to history of magic first, and then potions, and then divination, and then defense against the dark arts. So they had all of the best people, um, all the best teachers of Hogwarts on one day. It was awesome. Um, so you know, Snape did his usual. Well, I think what
0: happened was McGonagall was like, you know what, y'all have had it really easy, you know, you've only. Like the biggest hardship you ha- you've had is having a Death Eater as a teacher trying to kill you. <laughs> no big deal. I feel like you should actually go through some, you know, pain this year. You should actually have to fight and overcome something besides a notorious mass murderer or <laughs> a Death Eater as a teacher or um, seeing a
1: student killed. A, that a doesn't.
0: Teacher having a have a person in the back of a the- like that was normal. That's just a Yeah, she's day. like, guys,
2: it's the Wizarding World. Right. Like, let's let's see some some real tragedy. Yeah. These are just magical mishaps. That yeah. that, doesn't like, right.
1: that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like McGonagall. Sounds like someone.
0: It was Dumbledore. Yeah, <laughs> McGonagall made it happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> McGonagall didn't have a choice. Um, or she was just tired and you know had pulled an all nighter and was like, fine, this is what the schedule is. I'm not going to do hella extra work. Maybe she was just exhausted. Um, but. Also, um, you know, so Snape in his class did his usual bullying and, you know, intimidation. Um, and Umbridge, pretty much there was like an entire riot in her class because she's not going to actually be teaching that magic in her magical class where you're supposed to teach magic. Instead, she's going to have him read a book the whole time. Um, so, of course, all the Gryffindors are like, hold up, fam. That's not how teaching in school works. Um, and... All of that ends up with Harry getting so upset that he yells at Umbridge about Voldemort being back, and then he gets a week's detention. And that's where we are. Okay, so let's get into okay. detention with Dolores. Um, mm-hmm. So dinner in the Great Hall that night was not a pleasant experience for Harry. The news about his shouting match with Umbridge seemed to have traveled exceptionally fast, even by Hogwarts standards. He heard whispers all around him as he sat eating between Ron and Hermione. Um, the funny thing was that none of the whispers seemed to mind him overhearing what they were saying. On the contrary, it was as though they were hoping he would get angry and start shouting again so that they could hear his story firsthand. Um, because kids are the worst, basically. They're terrible.
0: But also, like, magical, non-magical, like, kids are the worst.
1: No, Yeah, absolutely. That's just a general kind like, of...
0: It's a general rule. Children are terrible. They're, what is uh, Donald Glover um, in his stand-up specials like? They're tiny little Hitlers. It's a bunch of tiny little Hitlers just running around.
2: And the thing is, though, I feel like, yes, but also, I feel like when they when you're, like, 11, 12, this is, like, a big... Another student in, like, an argument with the teacher? How could you talk about anything else?
0: I mean, that's true. I mean, honestly... Like, he did do the most. He did
2: the most. He stood up. This is the thing. As you guys know, I mean, I'm one of five kids. And, like, we do have one brother who he always kind of, like, did the crazy stuff. And every single time, the brother's like, oh, my God, can you believe? (laughs) And I'm sure he heard us. And we weren't, like, I mean, the house is only so big. (laughs) And we're just like, I can't believe that happened. And it's like, no, no, no. Then he said this. And I think it's because your child brain is just, like, you can't process <laughs> that this is, like, taking place.
0: I will say I went from, like, being super scared of attention and stuff to being, like, standing up and, like, walking out of class. Like, I'm out. And <laughs> I, I... So, yeah, if you're going from, like, the first year are 11 to, like, Carrie is now 15, like, that is... There is a large age difference.
1: and. Yeah.
2: And um, even for the older students, I mean, again, it's like, still, like this has been an exciting couple of years died. for them at school. Right. Yeah,
1: and I mean, and they're and they're like not it's even not really, not talking really talking about, about like the fact that he was shouting with umbrage. They're mostly talking about like what he's saying. Um, so it's that's like,
2: right. well, Cause well, cause well I mean,
1: that's the that's the juicy the part. Like it's true. Um, so they're saying um, he says he saw Cedric Diggory murdered. He reckons he duelled with you know who. Come off it. Who do you think he's kidding? please um what i don't get said harry in a shaking voice is why they all believed the story two months ago when dumbledore told them the thing is harry i'm not sure they did said hermione grimly um and so then they leave because hermione is tired they're all tired of sitting so there while people are like literally talk openly hermione talking just, about at this.
2: Point. same to be honest i too was kind of like yeah harry i don't know
1: like, yeah i don't know sorry <laughs> Um, what do you mean you're not sure they believe Dumbledore? You don't understand what it was like after it happened, said Hermione. You arrived in the middle of the lawn clutching Cedric's dead body. None of us saw what happened in the maze. We just had Dumbledore's word for it that you know who had come back and killed Cedric and fought you. Which is the truth, said Harry loudly. I know it is Harry, so will you please stop biting my head off? It's just that before the truth could sink in, everyone went home for the summer where they spent two months reading about how you're a nutcase and Dumbledore is going senile. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of, like, similar things that that have been happening in the past, um, like, two chapters or so. Um, but a part of it is also, I mean, again, it's just Hermione is kind of like, let me just tell you what everyone's thinking, and this is what's happening right. through their point of view. Um, and then, you know, this isn't me saying that I believe this. So chill out. This is just what everyone else is thinking. And you should know that.
0: I also love that it's like Hermione said wearily because she's like, I am tired of this shit. How many times do I have to tell you to stop snapping off at me? I mean, it's
1: happened more than once in this, just in this day alone.
0: Right. She's like, I'm on your side. Stop snapping (laughs) off at me before you get these hands like I just I, love thought, it,
2: I was, did love that love that I Yeah, was like, that's exactly especially because at that point she's like we get it we get <laughs> it and it's like also too if you could just for one moment breathe and just see where they're coming from we could all have a much more pleasant day I think like it sucks but if you could legit just chill out right right like just think it through Harry this is what happened like we know you were in the thick of it but everybody else was just sitting in the, in the stands, right? And then suddenly, I mean, he showed up. let's
0: just talk about the tri weather tournament in general. You're under the water; we can't see nothing. Like nobody, you're in a maze; we can't see nothing. <laughs> like I don't know who designed these tasks, but it's not like we saw. It was and then you so got, mysterious. you got teleported. You weren't even in the school, right? We were you were, you were, you were off in Little in Hangleton. Little engine, like wherever. who little
1: even Hangleton. knows where that is? <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> He's
2: like this place that no it's heard of. Like, and I'm sitting in the stands, and all of a sudden, like
0: Cedric dead, Voldemort
2: back, and I was like, I, just went, right. was like I the just went I just went and got some nachos, and I came back, and all held and broke loose. Just so like, okay. And then I think too, and again, I don't think that they were entitled to know what happened, but she is right. Like last day of school, Harry turns up with a dead student, <laughs> and then. Dumbledore's like, oh, Voldemort came back, and then they go home, and all summer they was like, ain't no Voldemort. They're like, so Harry, what is the truth? We just want right. to know what mm-hmm. happened. And again, I just felt like whether he, somebody still died, so it's like maybe just like chill out. He still had to carry a dead body, so it's like a little sensitivity would be nice. Right. But I felt like Hermione was right. Like, give him a little bit of a break.
1: You yeah, can and I mean, I think too as
2: nosy as Harry is. Right,
1: man. So, oh, it, Harry? you wow. be nosing, and you
0: mad that other people be nosing. Like man. you're the person on the planet. It's true. You of it's all people true. should understand. They just
2: got some questions.
0: Just a just couple. A couple. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it like that, and now
1: I I'm didn't kidding. think about it like, either.
2: Geez. Like you've been nosy since the moment you stepped onto the Hogwarts Express, asking all kinds yeah. of inappropriate questions.
1: I mean, like, why are they
2: asking me all these questions? It's like, come on, bro. Just.
1: And well, it's, it's not like they should be, like, be asking him those questions. It's just that he should, like, I you know, As remember who he, he mean, is should, and how he, he operates. You shouldn't
0: be checking grown folks' mail. <laughs> I mean, exactly.
1: That. He should just remember that. Remember that time I went into Filch's mail? I mean, now I understand I mean, why everyone's really, really nosy like, about he my life.
0: He no put his bones. nose. <laughs>
1: in someone's
0: magical business Mm -hmm. (laughs) and is mad that they got questions and the thing
2: Mm -hmm. is and this is like big but you literally came back with With a a dead body student
0: Mm -hmm. people just
2: they just want to know a little teensy bit of what happened just tell us where it happened like you out of your own mouth just a couple just like
1: a little bit just like that much a little bit
2: just so yeah So I agree, Hermione has to be. So weirdly, I was just like, "What a perfect!" You can just hear her like Harry.
1: We get it. It was a lot that
2: happened. So much, you know. Please.
1: Um. So they go back to Gryffindor Tower, and Harry felt as though his first day had lasted a week. Me too, because it's been like it's been a week. Never mind. (laughs) Um. So he still had a mountain of homework to do before bed. A dull pounding pain was developing over his right eye. Um, So, oh, and then he glances out the window and Hagrid's still not back, which, you know, at this point, he's not going to be back for a while. But I get hoping and it's only the first day, but still. He's 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 on a mission. Um, So they go and sit down how can Dumbledore have let this happen? Hermione cried, which is a question that needs answers. <laughs> um, how could he let that terrible woman teach us? And in our owl year two, well, we've never had great defense against the dark arts teachers, have we? Um, which is false. Sorry, I just that is read false. out the bat. That That's is, what I'm saying. so false. It's like, sir. Two not two years ago. But still. I, I mean, even, even I like Dean said, they yet. learned a lot last wrong. year. Yeah, it was just I mean, too lit. That's all. Marty
0: Crouch was not an awful teacher. No, no. All the things—if he wouldn't have been a Death Eater, yeah. he could
2: still have a job. He was one of their best instructors. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Which but is dangerous, if you think which, is,
2: that. which is horrifying. Horrifying, <laughs>
0: but um, not untrue My
2: kids aren't going to Hogwarts.
0: Mine are. They just gonna get some rules.
2: Your kids are going to Hogwarts. They ain't going to Elverwarty. True. Just like five
0: other schools. Wagadoo, here we come. Okay.
2: Yeah, because we got to Bob figure Bob's out what's up with their champion. what's
1: their backstory, <laughs> though.
2: loser <laughs> school. She said
0: Bobad's can't produce a
1: champion.
0: I'm
2: Damn. <laughs> my kid
1: ain't oh my going gosh. to the.
2: <laughs> my kid ain't going to the school where you must be in the arts because oh, what she blimey. will not do is
0: win. Okay, so anyway, it's her all year. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, yes, but to employ someone who's actually refusing to let us do magic, what's Dumbledore playing at? And she's trying to get people to spy for her, said Ron (laughs) Darkly. Remember when she said she wanted us to come tell her if any, if we hear anything, anyone saying you know who's back? Of course she's here to spy on us all. That's obvious. Why else would Fudge have wanted her to come, snapped Hermione? Well, if that's obvious, and Fudge wanted her to come, then isn't it also obvious that Dumbledore's not playing at anything? He ain't got no choice.
2: That should also be obvious. But I do think that at this point, Hermione still very much believes in a separation of state and education. Her. She she still believes that Dumbledore power. has the power. I mean, right I now. think
1: to a certain extent she this, yeah,
2: there's gotta be an HBC, kind HBC.
1: of did. Yes. <laughs> or he kind of did. <laughs> I mean, again, and the, that's the that's position that's is cursed, wrong. so... Yeah. He did oh. as much as he could to find someone, you know, to be the teacher and he couldn't and then the ministry had to step in. So I think that, like, to to a certain extent, like, his power kind of got, it, it only goes so far, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I wonder if they so wouldn't far. have just put yeah. Umbridge there anyway, like.
2: I think they would have. I think that I think they absolutely. I mean, they would
0: have. Maybe she wouldn't have been defended because of dark arts teacher, but they would have put her. That's true. She she would have been yeah. there somewhere. Hogwarts guidance council. Yeah, they
2: would have created a position. But they also no. I think that they would have made her put her in that class because the whole idea of like. Or they would have just had, had her running around that. as
1: a high inquisitor. Yeah. Before she, she would have been that teacher. Like just earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Making okay. Sure so. Don't start arguing again, said Harry. Can we just, let's just do that homework, get it out of the way. Um, shall we do Snape stuff first, said Ron. Oh, uh-huh. Can we wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, because, sorry, I just want to stop you, because Harry said wearily. I just noticed And that. I'm like, bitch,
1: but you <laughs> Okay, wait, don't, okay, wait, 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 wait. No, <laughs> Harry can weary, be weary, because you've been yelling at her. I, he just and had the hard worst hard day of his life. He just got a week's full of detention and was gaslighted yes. by Umbridge, and he. And, uh, like Hermione, and, Hermione can be tired of him, but yes. he's also like Ron they've been fighting like, this whole guys. time. Like he's yeah. tired of them, he's tired of everything. Like you can be frustrated with one person, and they be frustrated about you. Yeah, yeah. Hermione
2: and Ron are <laughs> fighting. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I
1: just feel like
2: it's true. It's true. Oh,
1: you
0: weary? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's oh, true. Oh, okay, Harry, you weary? It's true. Imagine how I feel. Because when I saw it, I laughed because <laughs> I, I hadn't quite noticed ever before that the two of them just got weary with each other. Yeah. But also, I, I too so it's, weary it's of Harry Both and, and so weary of Hermione. You, you know, arguing all the time. That's true. <laughs> <It's> just honestly. <laughs> I feel like J.K. Rowling was also weary. She just didn't She know was it. tired of children. Sorry, and now <laughs> I want to sing like, Solange.
1: It's <laughs> my favorite Solange Wait, oh, song, so yeah, oh. we'll move on.
2: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, me. Do you not know? I, don't, I missed something. Solange, weary.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's why I was confused by her face because she's a Solange yeah, stand. So I was like, why does she look so confused? How dare you? I don't know. I'm
2: nice. a stan. I mean, it,
0: it's. I just i i i didn't hear the yeah. thing. I just missed it. Missed it. It's cool. I'm All back. right. So, okay.
1: shall we do Snape stuff first? Said Ron, dipping into his quilt, dipping his quill into his ink. <laughs> the property of properties of moonstone and its uses in potion making. He muttered while writing the words across the top of the poach parchment. Um, there, he underlined the title and then looked up expectantly at Hermione. So, what are the properties of moonstone and its uses in potion making? Sir. Open a book. You ain't shit. Do your actual homework. Like what (laughs) it's not difficult. It's only a page. Like
2: And it's not cute. Like this isn't funny. It's not cute. You didn't even
0: try and then get stuck and then go to her.
1: No, like Sir. Do your own homework. It's not that difficult.
2: Talk about about not your mule. Right. So
1: (laughs)
0: Right. Um so I don't know if I told you this story before, but I was in communications and like a lot of Basketball players at IU. I went to school at Indiana University. Go Hoosiers! All ball yeah. Okay, a lot of the basketball players were in communications classes, and when like the main like our biggest star player was in the class, and they tried to do like group work, and I think it was partially like I was on like an athletic board, but it was also partially like, I was like black, and he looked at me and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, No, and so then we had like an in, you know, like an in class assignment where it's like you're doing it right then. It's going to be done. It's not worth really much, and so he just, I was like, sure, okay, and he just like looked at me, and I was like, but what we're not going to do is Hermione that, I mean, I didn't, I don't know if I said Hermione this, but I was like, I'm not, Yeah, I don't care what you got going on, (laughs) Who you are. No, it's not No, it's really not. And you going to pay me? Cause I don't
2: understand how you just looking at me expecting. Li- li- I'm one thousand lo- percent not fair. Yeah. Mm-mm. Pay black women. Pay black women. Hashtag.
0: Yeah. Or do what I did when I literally turned in a paper and with a note that said I did
1: all of the work. You did, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, did. I, I mean, I remember in high school yeah. when we had to be in group projects and people they'd be like, "Oh, I'm in Biana's group." I was like, "No, bam, your your work. If you don't do it, it will not get done." And the teacher's gonna know why yeah. that part of the assignment guess, didn't like, get done. It had nothing to do with me. I did my part.
2: I can't believe you like. Well, snitch.
1: because, you know, like
0: in, in film, like you can't just not do a part. Like, no, you gotta do the whole thing. I mean, no, so I, I'm I, like, have... listen, if I did this whole thing, I want the credit that was a part of the assignment and I want the extra credit for all the extra work I had to
1: put yeah. in. Yeah, no, and my, for me, it wasn't about snitching. It was, for me, it this, wasn't about snitching. It was literally but, just like, I'm not doing extra work. If you want a grade on here, you're going to do the part that say, we decided you were going to do. Like, we as a group came together.
0: To me, yeah. it wasn't... It, I didn't even think of it as snitching so much as I did 90% right. of the work. And so, my grade should reflect that. I yeah. don't give a fuck what happened to these guys. You, know, you yeah. give them a good grade because they paired up with the right person. I don't know. Like, good decision right. making. No, no, no. I mean, yes, you know,
2: honestly, I, I should. Like, I think of it, if, if I was in that situation... I was always, like, my school was so small that it never came up. And by the time I got to college, I was like, what is, <laughs> classes? So, but I also would, like, I was the one to go to teacher and be like, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. That
2: little group thing. Let's <laughs> <What laughs> not I expect do, me to do too what, much. What am I going to do? But what it was so funny. My friend in college, he was the fail in his group assignment. And it was, like, a debate thing. And his group did the same thing. They absolutely did not, like they weren't going to do his part and to this day it's one of the funniest things that ever happened he, the whole time for his six minutes of the debate he stood there and they let the whole six minutes go by and all he did was shuffle his papers and say um.
1: For six minutes?
2: And, and, and they <laughs> for the time t- his six minutes the timer had to go out and it was just him <laughs> standing there moving his papers back and forth. Oh my god. Like Bro, he you needed no to fight. <laughs> You, you- so you really needed. <laughs> you
0: really needed someone.
2: Um, so in, because the, they also were like, you didn't show up. To oh my god. Meeting <laughs> and nope, and they were like, we're not gonna do his part. Yeah, because he just came to class thinking that they were gonna give him mm-hmm.
0: give him the work. Oh man, he was like, nope. Amani in the chat room <laughs> said that he would. um. Tell his teacher, he would dip and tell his teacher, I'm doing the group project on my own. That's um, real. Um, Portia, Portia, the academic says she abhors, 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 group work. <laughs> maybe I she did not talk. At. No, maybe she did. But that. did you notice?
2: Like, there have been like four times and I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> not that I think word. you did hit that B like real heavy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> abhor. <laughs> <laughs> But
2: uh-huh. Portia despises
0: group work um, and the fact that it was even um, beloved by her grad program. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing this for me. I, I want a group project now so I can have some dudes standing up there talking about um, I want a time chart so I can go back. I did this wrong.
1: Yeah. Those done. are the best ones. It's harder when it's like a paper or a presentation, you know what I mean? But if right. it's like a debate, yeah. or I mean, even like a presentation is might work. Uh, but debates like, are the best ones to so let people just do, fly. just crash and burn. Just
0: to let people just like... You'd be all going around, you slide, you slide, and you give him
2: the clicker, you click, and you click, like...
0: like <laughs> or, uh, I didn't show up. I didn't I, put in on this. See, I,
2: is, I feel like I would do something, and that's like actually way more petty. But I feel like I would just be petty. I like partly respect you for being like, "Hey, uh, excuse me, did all this work." But I'm partly like, "Damn, I can't believe you snitch. I didn't snitch." It, you, t- to, you took credit it, to, to for me. What it was you did, I'm not saying I saying? What they did and did you? I
0: was saying what I did. I mean,
2: listen. Even though, like, I, I consider myself a Hermione, but very much so. There were some times that she snitched, and I was like firmly with Ron and Harry because I just oh, can't yeah. believe, like it. It. I am, I am so unsnitchable. <laughs> I I just have to
0: go back to it wasn't because if I think if I would have thought about it as like I was snitching on them. I wouldn't have done it, but you would it like, was more like, I'm going to get mine. <laughs> like Fair. Been,
2: However, I don't like the fact that Ron expected her to do his work. No. And was so just, like, not even slick about it. That's my thing. Like, my
0: thing is, like, because I can and have been suckered in. I'm really scared for when Ami gets, like, actual homework and stuff, because I, I have done this where I've gotten suckered into doing someone's work. She's not going to make you do
1: um, her I'm, work for you, Robin. Like...
0: No, I know that. I'm saying I'm scared because she'll ask me a question, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Is she gonna be sitting there?" Oh, got
1: you. I'm like,
0: you know what I mean? Like, not that she's gonna ask me to do, but like, I but I did like because I am not good at math, and my mom and my brother are really good at math. Like, I would get them frustrated to the point where they would do it for me, and I'd be like, "Sit here and be quiet until this is over." Yeah. And so like I feel like there should at least be some work put in. To get someone to do your work. And also,
2: the other thing is, too, you weren't good at math. That was a class. Right. I shouldn't say, that was a subject. Right. As opposed to him just being like, all right. He didn't even, and that's the thing, he didn't
1: even really (laughs) attempt, right? Like, he's very much just like, Hermione's going to tell me what it is, not I'm going to try to figure out the answer on my own.
2: Because he was like so much relish. He was like, all right, (laughs) got that title done. (laughs) Hello. Call me. Wrong reason.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. So Hermione wasn't listening.
0: She was over in the far corner of the room. Her eyes were in the far corner of the room. Where Fred, George, and Lee were now sitting at the center of a knot of innocent-looking first years, all of whom were chewing something that seemed to have come out of a large paper bag that Fred is holding. Again, Portia thinks Fred is a psycho killer. Um, I tend mm-hmm. to agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry. They've gone too far, she said, standing up and looking positively furious. Come on, Ron. <laughs> I, what? No. No, come on, Hermione. We can't tell them off for giving out sweets. And this is the other thing. If you want someone to do your work, at least have they back in this. No, but, Friend but, but you know why Ron's work. not
1: going to do that? Because he's a shitty prefect. Hey, shit. And he shouldn't have this job. Damn. And he doesn't have any qualifications.
2: He shouldn't. So... He, I will say.
1: I,
0: every time you say qualifications about being a prefect, I laugh. But I. I but I, I still don't
1: know
2: why he is the Gryffindor prefect. Thank you. Curious. I, I don't know why.
1: Curious. Like there's, there's no literally reason no reason. To that like it's like, and the fact that the other option was Harry, it's not. Hermione
2: said because
0: Ron is trash. Question mark.
2: I mean yes, emoji. <laughs> <But>. Dumpster fire. <laughs> But I, I don't know. Like Ron Ron is the person Ron is the Ron is like the the movie theater employee who's not gonna stop people sneaking in. Right.
1: right. Like do your job. That's that? if, if that's why you're there. Well <laughs> I was like
2: but I'm fucking to my I appreciate that guy nah, because there's say, a time and place for that guy well yeah but
1: like but that if I was a Gryffindor time, I'm
2: not like constantly putting this person on tickets
1: my, right. right and my thing is, is like as a Gryffindor like just a student sure I'm, I'm juiced that Ron is prefect because I get to do whatever the fuck I want but as like the person who is putting my trust in him to do the job that I asked him to do no
2: yeah no there's no way he should have been a prefect no yeah Absolutely not. Right. That said, I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be a good prefect either because I, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine.
0: I, when we were at the studio tour, I bought a Ravenclaw Head Girl badge, and then we walked out. And I think it was like we were on the bus going. I was like, I wouldn't be no Head <laughs> Girl. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, I looked at it, and then, the, and then to, like, like it broke. It was like, no, you wouldn't do it. It just broke. The pin broke. It doesn't work. It, like, I can't wear it no more. It was like, nah. It was like, you don't, like, don't have the qualifications. <laughs>
2: you even for me I'm completely unqualified (laughs) because I don't care if I if if I don't care I don't care and I won't even pretend to care
1: and that's just knowing yourself you know what I mean
2: was great at it but I also would have been like oh my god, back off but I think that's also like it's hard again you have a problem with Ron being prefect
0: I get it I have a problem with the prefect system in general I do
2: have an issue because letting children govern children just it does not
0: terrible but it would be twice as hard to be Hermione in a position of power and then your counterpart doesn't yeah. back you up. It's like undermining mm-hmm. you. It's
2: undermining, not backing you up. So, and again, it's like, I have Especially to do your Especially with his brother, I have to do your homework. Yeah. So I now have to govern your brothers who are older than both of us. And you're not even going to come and just stand and like be back an me actual up.
1: backup. No, nope.
2: But when we get done with this, I need to go back over to our corner and then do, do your, your work. homework. That's how this works. Copy. But I do think the prefect system is strange. I wouldn't want my kid to be a prefect.
1: No. Okay. I
2: don't don't think it's fair.
1: So, um, you know perfectly well that those are bits of nosebleed nougat or puking pastels or fainting fancies, Harry suggested quietly. um, As one by one, each of the first years slumped unconscious in their seats. Um, Some slid onto the floor. Others merely hung over the arms of their chairs, their tongues lolling out. Most of the people watching were laughing, and Hermione, however, squared her shoulders and marched directly over to where Fred and George now stood with clipboards, closely observing the unconscious first years. Ron basically pretends like he's going to get up, and then instead doesn't, and says she's got it under control, because um, he, he needs to be fired. Um, That's enough, Hermione said forcefully to Fred and George. Yeah, you're right, said George. This dosage looks strong enough, doesn't it? I told you this morning you can't test your rubbish on students. We're paying them, said Fred indignantly. I don't care. It could be dangerous. Rubbish, said Fred. Calm down, Hermione. They're fine, said Lee, as he um, one by one revives the first years. Yeah, look, they're coming around now, said George. Um, So yeah, each of the first years are getting up. Feeling all right, said George kindly to a small dark-haired girl lying on her feet. Or lying on, yeah, lying on her feet. Lying at his feet, sorry. I think so, she said. Excellent, said Fred. Um, happily but the next second Hermione had snatched both his clipboard and the paper bag of fainting fancies from his hands it is not excellent of course it is they're alive aren't they you can't do this what if you made one of them really ill we're not going to make them ill we've already tested them all on ourselves this is just to see if everyone reacts the same which is faulty logic and I love the twins but if one of them is allergic to it then what
0: right I mean, then the you game. find out they're alerted to it, and Poppy has to come in and save right. today.
1: And that's... I am not your mule. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Black
2: women do work <laughs> Like, for actually. Me. We just missed uh, the circular... It's a cycle. This is a circular podcast we got going on. And the thing is, I'm sitting here reading this, because, of course, my automatic, my automatic is like, okay, Hermione, I, I'm with you on some things, but, like, you are kind of doing a lot for me right now. But then I'm also thinking that if something happens to one of these kids, she is going to be the person to have to answer for it.
0: Is she, though? Because well, I'm at, pretty because sure Colin as, Preeti was petrified.
1: But that wasn't a prefect's fault, right? That was by a literal, well, what, exactly. like, a right. monster she, in she, the bowels exactly. of the school. Kind of like her,
2: That's what she's supposed to do. And meanwhile, she's watching all these 11-year-olds, like, faint become, like, comatose. hospital patients. You know, and she's like, how am I supposed to explain this? And then everybody around is just, like, laughing at her and being like, whatever. So, of course, she's getting pissed off. And it's pretty much what happens to her wrong. every
1: time she tries room. to do something that's right.
2: Yeah, yeah. she see. it. They're like, all right. I mean, they're exactly like that. And it's like, there is a certain amount of responsibility you accept right. when you say, yes, I'll be the
1: mm-hmm. person. Like, like, she's she doing her job.
2: you like, oh... She's doing her oh, job. Oh, de- I definitely
1: think she's doing because, her like, job. Because,
2: because there are actual consequences if she doesn't at least try to stop. So it's like, okay, fine. I Now I'm like, okay, I actually do sympathize with her way more. And I'm sure that, like, who, what, but again, my kid at 15, I don't need my kid with this kind of stress at 15. I don't know why you keep talking about these kids that you have or don't well, have. Well, I just, I'm, I'm like, I'm analyzing the chapter. Okay. These are 15 year olds. She's 16, but these are students. Yeah, oh, she's not sixteen yet. Maybe no, she I'm is. I'm just analyzing the chapter. Okay, I know, but I'm just. You keep saying
0: my my because kids like, would. Because and I'm, I'm like just this, wondering this, who your kids. This school you got is, kids under this bed? I don't see. I'm this, just wondering. This
2: school. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are eleven-year-old children becoming hospital patients. <laughs> In the middle of like, I, you're not
0: wrong. Like neither one, like, one of you are do, wrong. This is
2: like psychotic behavior.
0: You're not wrong. Yeah, I don't. I just.
2: Yeah, but you're you're saying I don't have kids.
0: You don't have kids. Well,
2: I obviously am prepared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because she knows knows where (laughs) they will not be going to school.
2: When they go to Hogwarts. I am. She got a lot of things
0: they can and can't do. (laughs) Well,
2: they're not going to Hogwarts, as we discussed. I'm just, listen, I'm just trying to keep things together. goes the headmistress now, so, you know. That's true, that's true. Yeah, if you don't I'm stop
1: doing to, it, I'm going to put us in detention," said Fred. "And in, in, in and I'd like to see you try it," voice. "Make us write lines," said George. Spurking. Um, people around are laughing, um, but Hermione draws herself up to her full height. Her eyes were narrowed, and her bushy hair seemed to crackle with electricity. "No," she said, with her voice quivering with anger. "But I will write to your mother." "You wouldn't," said George, quivering horrified. "With anger." "Just yeah.
0: sorry, dear Emma Watson."
1: Right, not tears. So the tone,
0: anger versus tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is just a tone. I know, you didn't capture. <laughs> but when we redo those movies as miniseries, that's be some classic miniseries. We yes. Will get a Hermione. Yes. Hermione. Uh. We'll we'll get Cheryl, and Cheryl will quiver with appropriate anger. I mean,
2: I Hermione at this point, and especially because we know how proud she is. And so they're not only putting her, you know, job in jeopardy, but then they have the nerve to, like, make fun of her doing it. You know that she's it. And the other thing, too, is, like, what we forget about, like, how they write, how she writes
0: Hermione. Hermione isn't popular. She's not vastly pretty. Like, even after the Yule Ball thing, you know what I mean? She goes back to just being kind of plain. Right. And they're putting the spotlight on her, like, oh, what are you going to do about it? While there's this group of onlookers. Which is directly challenging her authority as prefect and how she's going to end up. It's the first day of class. Like, you know, they got the rest of the year. So she's like, oh, you want to play dirty? Well, yeah. I'm going to call
1: your mom. The funny thing
2: is, so I'm looking at this whole section. I'm like, Hermione's angry. The boys are looking. I'm like, where's Ron?
1: He is sitting in like, his armchair.
2: He's sitting in the yeah, armchair. I'm, I'm like, the only name I don't see helping her. Hm. So funny. That's weird
1: because he needs what to be fired.
2: In case
0: y'all don't know about Eliana, Eliana literally created a web series about Hermione and erased Ron. <laughs> I did, she he did. did. Erase Didn't erase Ryan. him, but was like
2: trash. <laughs> the thing is, I just feel like I needed people to acknowledge because I see all these like <laughs> Ron and Hermione were meant to be and I'm like, what books were you reading? I don't know. I'm like reading these words and I'm just trying to find Ron because I don't <laughs> see him. And like this would have been a great moment to be meant to be. It he always argues with the twins he's not afraid of the twins he always argues with them but in this one moment he couldn't be like okay y'all just fall back honestly let alone Harry because Harry's also her friend but that's not really his. Harry ain't a prefect
1: Harry's not a prefect and he's had a a rough day
2: and who's meant to be with her because he's got a heart of gold apparently on some pages I haven't seen before it's just nowhere to be found (laughs) right yeah but anyway
1: I mean, Amani is all capsing in here telling everyone to acknowledge that Ronald Billius Weasley is trash as fuck, but he almost got benched for the entire book last in Goblet of Fire. So I think we all are on the same page. <laughs> have- he was second only to the Nazi who was orchestrating the resurrection of the Voldemort. Like <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> I think in we as a Christ as a Christ group Christ. as a unit <laughs> Are in agreement. In the
0: book, when there is a Nazi <laughs> like, and
1: Voldemort
0: comes back, you, Ronald Bilius Weasley pulls up the second place. Second place. place. So look I at think, your life. Look I at mean, your choices. Honestly,
2: and I think that what blows my mind is that, like, how many people just speak of him so positively. I like, love Ron. Oh, no, no. It's, okay, I should <laughs> say that. How many people speak of Ron and Hermione as this okay. like loving, beautiful meant to be and I'm just like I don't
0: I feel like 15-year-old Robin when she was reading Order of the Phoenix, I don't know if I was 15 or however, but I was around that age. And maybe I was older. I wasn't I had a crush on Ron at this point.
2: Really? And I
0: I'm sure at this point too I was like, "Oh, Ron, you doing wrong. You doing wrong. <laughs> Really? But I thought he
2: was such a loser.
0: I was like, "He's funny and he's like he was funny. He's got, he's got yeah. depth.
2: <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> Me too. Me and Deb, man. Wow. Deb also had a crush on Ron. Listen, I'm, this book is the reason why I have this unexplained thing for gingers. Ah. It is why I'm in the predicament I'm in I right mean, now. It's not unexplained. I
2: I George, I'm like,
1: this is the explanation. There. Oh, right. Yeah. This is, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Why has
0: it lasted so long?
1: This is a formative book.
2: Because
0: you were Like. The formative years, man. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And we were in, like, we were in Ireland and I was upset by the lack of gingers. Like, I was on the plane, like,
1: shaking with <laughs> you anticipation. Were like, here I come. Here I come, baby. Here I come. It didn't yeah. happen. Okay. okay. Um All right. You um, wouldn't, said George Horrified. Oh, yes, I would. I can't stop you eating these stupid things yourselves, but you're not giving them to first years. Fred and George looked dun- looked thunderstruck. Um, it was clear that as far as they were concerned, Hermione's threat was Great way move. below they the belt. Sorry,
2: I just I, I will say I do wonder why couldn't they test them on fourth years or fifth years? Like why? Because fourth years, years and fifth years ain't dumb enough to. <laughs> to yeah, I mean,
1: you need you need you need Gryffindors and you need young Gryffindors. Because the fourth years and fifth years have been (laughs) around Fred and George enough to know that it's a bad idea. That's true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, Fred and George? Mm, No. First years just got here. Mm -hmm. They don't know shit.
2: And then again, and I agree with Hermione. There wasn't a single 14-year-old in this room that was telling like, y'all don't want to do that. Don't.
0: No, nah, right. they thought it was funny because no. they're
2: all terrible. There are degrees and I, levels I actually of terribleness. Really I by that everybody was just like, yeah, there's a this spectrum. This is the Gryffindor right? a, common room as well. A,
1: what about the seventh the, year? This is a, the Gryffindor like, oh common no, room. Like no. We're not sitting like, around Ravenclaws. Not right. We're not chilling with the Hufflepuffs eating food. Right. We're not in the tower. We're in the Gryffindor mm-hmm. common room. That's the, you know that is why.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. Because I'm just thinking of me at 17. I would not be like, ha, 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 that 11-year-old looks like it could be dead.
1: Because you're 17 oh God, and you're so a Ravenclaw. Funny.
0: Also, though, now
2: that you said it like
0: that, I'm like, they did just see Cedric die. And they were like, ha, 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 look at him. Well,
1: I think, I think there's also Cometa. a difference. Like, it's very clear that they're fainting, right? They're not dying. Or like, or like, hopefully imitating it, right? Like.
2: I mean, but still. It's, like it's you're still just, like, experimenting on 11-year-olds.
1: It's a problem. Yeah.
2: yeah, I just find that to be I mean, at 15, I at 15 and I've again, I've seen the other girls in this house stand up to Fred and George. Okay. All
1: right. Okay, cool. Also not everyone said, is in there. I will say also voice. not everyone is in the common room like some of them are might That's be upstairs doing homework this, in like the, the, the library, but
2: the entire Gryffindor class is just yeah. Here right I now, don't think everyone's there, this.
0: but I will. I'm gonna go back to like there's a spectrum, and there's like Draco Malfoy at the end, and Hermione at the other end, but that spectrum is still terrible. Like and really still wide like, callousness and and wide yeah like, and then there's also that like pack mentality of like there's a bunch of people like what Ron's going through right now which is like. There's a bunch of people staring around and watching, and I don't want to be the one that spoils the fun. Right. And you need someone like Hermione who's like, "This is not okay." Right. Who's like there are And they I'm sure because we were talking about this. Um, I forget what book when Snake was going was going to uh, poison Trevor, and I was like, there was not even a single Slytherin who was like, "Yo, why what? are you poisoning a frog?" I mean, why I, do we have to do this? Ugh. But like it's hard to speak up and speak and be the one speaking out, which is like props to Hermione again for like for,
2: yeah, from just being like I don't it. care, right? Yeah, okay, okay, cool. So she's like do it to anybody else, but not eleven year
1: olds. So she gives them the Ron clipboard and so clipboard and bag of fancies back um, back to Fred, um, and then goes back to her chair by the fire. Um, Ron was so low in his seat that his nose was roughly level with his knees. Thank you for your support, Ron, said Hermione acidly. You handled it fine by yourself, said Ron. Um, and Hermione stares down at her blank piece of parchment for a few seconds and then says edgily, oh, it's no good. I can't concentrate now. I'm going to bed. Um, she wrenched her bag open and Harry thought she was about to put her books away, but instead she pulled out two misshapen woolly objects, placed them carefully on the table by the fireplace, covered them with a few screwed up bits of parchment and a broken quill, and stood back to admire the effect. What in the name of Merlin are like you doing? Like I
0: said, there's a spectrum. Just, you said what? Like there's a spectrum oh with Draco on one side and Hermione yeah. on the other side. But the spectrum is still terrible. I
1: it's still terrible. It.
2: like, every person in this room right now is, is,
1: is doing the most.
2: <laughs> Hermione is furious. And, and she's like, I'm so pissed off. I gotta Let me go to trick bed. Housewives <laughs> into
1: freedom. Yep. Okay. Wait. Let's she get there though. I know it's a spoiler-heavy podcast, yeah. but it's literally the next part. Fair. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm
2: just about the emotional jump that she just made. <laughs> oh yeah, that's very true. Like, outside of what she's doing, she just was sitting there furious because she like had this whole situation with Fred and George, and then she just stands up and is like hats, hats, <laughs> scarf, and then put some rubbish on there. I'm just like, wait a second. Where's the, like, emotional beat? (laughs) How did you go from A to Z that fast? Okay.
1: They're they're hats for house elves, uh, she said briskly. I did them over the summer. I'm a really slow knitter without magic, but now I'm back at school. I should be able to make lots more. You're leaving hats out for house elves, said Ron. And you're covering them up with rubbish first? Yeah, said Hermione. That's not on, said Ron angrily. You're trying to trick them into picking up the hats. You're setting them free when they might not want to be free. Of course they want to be free, said Hermione. Don't you dare touch those hats, Ron. And she left. Um, Ron waited until she had disappeared and then cleared the rubbish off the woolly hats. They should at least see what they're picking up, he said firmly. Um, and before we go back to Ron being trash, we should talk about Hermione. Because <laughs> he I goes.
0: So I also worry about the the magic here because like when Dobby was freed, Harry gave Malfoy the sock to give to Dobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Hermione doesn't own those house elves. Like so <laughs> they pick up her stuff. Yeah. I. Yeah. How are they? I the map well, the magic is that, a little but weird. But doesn't
2: she have to give it to them because of that? Like they clean up the rooms all the time. I'm not saying that the kids are leaving like clothes all over the place, but I imagine that you're, again we're talking about. Yeah. And teenagers well, yeah, are but. Get left out. And
1: even outside of, like, Hogwarts, right? Like, if. Like, Lucy. Like, Harry tricked Lucius into literally handing Dobby a sock, right? As opposed to Dobby right, just finding right. one on the floor in Malfoy Manor. Yeah, like, I think exactly. that's. A, exactly. Those are two different things. You know what I mean? And right. I, I'm I mean, not 100% service, sure how close that. It anyway. Yeah, and I'm not 100% sure how that magic works, but I think that, like. I think there's a difference, and not necessarily a difference in intention, because, again, Lucius didn't mean to set Dobby free, but a difference in, like, physically handing someone something and them just, like, finding it. And then also, again, like you're saying, like, who actually owns um, the house elves, which I think in this case would be Dumbledore, because he's, like, the head of Hogwarts. Um, So I think it's whoever the headmaster Mm -hmm. is, is probably...
0: Right, no like person. Student. Yeah. I mean, maybe that she's the prefect, she has like ownership over the but then she's just like an overseer, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Choice of words, but yeah. I
2: mean, in like yeah. if we're going with that analogy, and the an <laughs> overseer can't sell the yeah. slave, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, y- yes,
2: it was just harsh to hear um, that, that's my job okay that's what I'm here to do I'm here to lay down the facts yeah
1: I mean I also think like just generally reading this I we've talked a lot about the house elves and at this point I'm just over it you know what I mean I'm just like why like this <laughs> plot line should not be here because it's yeah, not done well yeah. and it's still terrible it it's just as bad the as the story. last book
0: yeah it doesn't service this story either and also I think She just went through this whole thing about like you can't trick the first years into like being experiments for your stuff, um, without giving them agency and like they don't know like you just can't test your stuff on first years, but let me go trick
2: these house elves. House elves. elves. I did I I do still and it's not this is I don't think this is putting her on the pedestal. And and I and people are complicated, right? Like you, you can definitely people are complicated right. right so you you can want agency for the 11 year old students and still want the elves to be free and and be willing to manipulate them into doing so but i do but it's it's a, just a big leap right and she's telling them what they want as it's opposed a to like, big
0: working, like leap. we talked about we have a bonus episode about house elves for people to go check that out but like Having a communication with them and, and giving them the ownership and saying like, "How do you want to do this? What are the steps you want?" Even just starting with like, "How can we make your lives better or easier?" Mm-hmm. And then once they see, you know, get a level of like, "You like, there's there's steps that you need to take," right? Like, yeah,
2: I mean, and again, you know, we all know Hermione is like such a logical brain person, and I think that that's what makes me wonder. Like, I'm almost like, what's going on for her? Because Aspergers. But, but like, really, because, like, through five books, we've seen her be very logical, very much, like, ideal in the, you know, she she needs to, like, get all the information, she breaks it down, and then for some reason, she's having this irrationally emotional response to this situation. I don't
1: think that this is necessarily emotionally irrational. I think it does fit with her character. I think the problem is that the writing is bad, right? Like, I think that, technically, if you look through it, the way that she's doing it, right, you could argue that... She's a teenager, right? So she's done her research and she understands what's happening. Well, part of it is that the there is very little research on house elves. Like she did try to do that in the earlier and that like in the earlier they weren't um, mentioned in the last book, and she found out like house elves aren't even in Hogwarts history, like all these kinds of things. So one, there's just the issue of trying to find that research in the first place um, because they don't have the internet, and so there's that, and then there's just the fact that she's young, so she's. I think the problem is that she's not evolving, right? So I think in the last book, she was doing a terrible job at trying to convince them that they should be free. And instead of, like, stepping back and being like, oh, maybe I should just meet them where they are and be an ally and figure out what they need, she's still very much like, no, I just need to find another angle to give them what they need, even though they're not telling me that they want that. Part of that is because... No one is taking her seriously. She doesn't have an she doesn't have a mentor, right? She doesn't have anyone showing her like this is kind of what you do in order to make this happen. Or even just like if you want to be an advocate for house elves, you can't then trick them into being into being free. Like she doesn't have anyone else, she has no direction, right? And I think that in all her other things, she has direction and like a very clear place of where to go. Um, and, like, how to find out the things that she needs to find out in order to be successful. But in this particular case, she doesn't have that. Um, And so she just kind of stumbles along. And...
0: Yeah. I also think that this is, like, a very... It kind of goes back to, like, the Lavender and her bunny and, like, Luna and the Quibbler thing. It's a very logical, like, this is what they need to be free. We want them to be free. Here you go. But, like, missing that personal Mm -hmm. piece you know what I mean? Like the social, the, you, you know what we talked about earlier? Like the social part of like, okay, but then they're free. And what, where is their place in society? You've heard about how hard it was for Dobby. Imagine that for 300 households, right. like all of a sudden just free. Like, right. and there's no plan.
1: Like, where do they go? You know? What do they do? Where do they, like, you know, how do they make a living? How do they, there's all these questions after that. And it's not just as simple as now they're free. And now people have to pay them. That it's you know, and right. part of that is I can not still really see
2: a teenager not not having like not being able to make those leaps and ask right. those questions like that's an adult that that you you that's an adult thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I guess it just it still feels like there's just a piece of either the character's backstory, like something in the character motivation. Well, right. the writing right. is is not and that, good. And that's my point that the it's, writing itself is bad. It's limited, like, literally a major piece of character motivation or backstory missing for this to actually make like, I I think that I think it's a good idea to have this person who, who does it all right. And this and that, and like be so wrong about this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, what, like what, what is this character's motivation for behaving this way?
0: I think I do get Hermione's motivation, which is like, she's an outsider. She's a mudblood. She knows what it's like to be marginalized and she wants equality. What is missing is actually the backstory and the, what it means in society to be a house elf.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if you had that, if you had free, like the only free elf we see is Dobby, and Dobby is side, side is weird. Mm-hmm. And if you had house elves who were enslaved but unhappy about it and maybe receptive, and there was like this movement kind of like as small as it was, but more than just one house elf. And if you had, like, you know... I'm obviously going back to, like, American slavery, and this is something different. I think this was supposed to be more of an upstairs-downstairs type of thing. But even in those, like, upstairs-downstairs stories, and, um, in Britain, you always had, like, someone who came from that class and, is, and has tried to, like, move up and make their way in the world. You know what I mean? Like, there were um, pathways and, and and people doing those things, so it wasn't, like oh, there's this one, like, oddity. Mm. You know what I mean? There's, like, a little groundswell of people who want change. And so because there isn't... It's just Dobby, who's weird and wants to be free, and Hermione, who wants to free them, and every other house off we encounter is a happy slave. Right. It do- That's what's missing.
1: And that's, yeah, and that's, like, why it's... Like, you're saying it's what's missing. It's, that's why, like, the, the whole plot, like, this whole storyline just needs to go because it it's work. not... As complicated, it's really painted as, like, this is Hermione on her crusade, as usual. This is her crusade of the year, or whatever. And this is what she's gonna be on. But no one else is taking her seriously, not even the house elves want this. So at that point, the author's not taking her seriously, right? Like, it's very right. similar to... Um, yeah, it just, it does, As opposed it
0: becomes, to, like, what she does with the goblins, caricature. who is, like... The goblins have... She lays out, you know... That the goblins have a different belief system and there is a there's a misunderstanding between goblins and wizards, but like their their take makes sense, right? Right. And they have some agency and like and that's why there's goblin rebellions because like they just have a different morality system and a different belief system from the wizards, and they're they are being marginalized, but they are united in that in that front of like you guys are taking our things you know what I mean like we're mm-hmm. not being compensated or whatever um, and so I think that is the difference um, between like the gobl- the way that she writes and portrays the goblin story which is also small and smaller I would rather have more goblin than house elf if we had to go about it and then but that's the difference between the goblins and the house elves and like yeah. how they're portrayed
1: yeah. yeah okay
0: so anyway said Ron he rolled his parchment up There's no point in trying to finish this now. I can't do it without Hermione. I haven't got a clue what you're supposed to do with Moonstones. Have you?
1: Sir. Read the book. You have one. (laughs) Like it's in your, it it was in your course book list. Like you have the book with the information. (laughs) If you can't find it in that book, there is this thing called a library that has tons of books that you could look through. Talk to Madam Pence, be like, Madam Pence, I don't know nothing about Moonstones. I got to write this essay. Where can I find the book about moonstones? Boom, you got a book about moonstones. Like, it's so simple. It
0: is literally the most simple assignment. Read the chapter, summarize the chapter.
2: Yeah. Your what only you job here,
1: other than being prefect, which you already suck at, so whatever, is to be a student. Learn some shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I think it's fact that he's like, I haven't got a clue what you're supposed to do with moonstones. It's like, actually, you do, you do have a clue. It's on a book. It's right in front of you. <laughs> like, you have you have a clue. You could at least. And then, ugh.
0: Harry shook his head, um, noticing he did so, noticing as he did so, the ache in his right temple was getting worse. He thought of the long essay on giant oars, and the pain stabbed him sharply, knowing perfectly well that when the morning came, he would regret not finishing his homework that night. He piled his books back into his bag. I'm going to bed too. Which
2: Harry, I can understand. He's like the depression stressed thing. out. Exactly. Harry, yeah. I can understand. And trauma he still wasn't and like, Hermione, come do my
1: homework. That, no, he didn't say that, that at lonely. all. He just said, I don't know what to do with Moonstones. Not, I'm going to try to figure yeah, it out. Bro. Not, like, he, he, he just was like, I don't. So I can't help you with your homework, like, this Ronald. Is
0: a, this is literally, like, a thing that I've been go- I've gone through a lot, which is, like, um, God, I feel like if anyone listens to this podcast, they, like, know my entire... Diagnosis. I need to be better about like mm-hmm.
2: not being
1: so open. But anyway, too late. Catch out of that. She, on she's gonna be what I was, was gonna like, say you're saying all this left. and then you're gonna say it anyway, so
2: And there's also only two books left. That's like <laughs> right. the time to do that was would have
0: been but anyway.
1: What I've tried, tried to stop you of plenty biggest, of times.
0: I know you have, and I appreciate it. And I just said I don't have the range. Um <laughs> I'm op- my, I'm an open book. Um, but anyway, so the, one of the first things that really starts to go for me and is, like, a, a sign, and this is one of the things what I love about rereading these books, is, like, my focus mm-hmm. is gone. And it's always, like, one of the first things that, like, my doctors even ask me, like, how are you focusing? Like, can you complete things? Can you, you know, like, what's your motivation like? And so that... Right, like this it's a really small thing, but the fact that he's like he knows he should do this long essay, but he's got this his head hurts. He's he's just not gonna be able to focus on it. Mm -hmm. And so he gives up and goes to bed because that's easier than fighting through and doing the thing that he knows needs done and he knows he's gonna regret not doing. Ron is just being a lazy motherfucker. Just has all the tools has all the capacity yeah. and just wants someone to do it for him
2: mm-hmm. he wants Hermione to do it for him
0: which now is like when they get married it's, he is really going to be one of the useless husbands that's like Hermione Hugo's crying and she's like I'm working well, she's like
1: season, I, season one Donnie from uh, Orphan Black
2: yes I, I oh. yeah I was hor- okay we don't even have to get into that it's fine <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> I agree. He doesn't want someone to do it. He wants Hermione to do it because obviously yeah. he's because he's entitled and she owes him.
0: Harry passes Seamus on the way to, to the door leading to the dorms, but did not look at him. Harry had a fleeting impression that Seamus had opened his mouth to speak, but he sped up and reached the soothing piece of the stone spiral staircase without having to endure any more provocation, Aww. which could have been Seamus standing up to apologize mm-hmm. because he saw Dolores being crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the following handy. day dawned just as Let in and rainy as the previous one Hagrid was still absent from the staff table at breakfast. I love that because it's like Harry's first Mm -hmm. thought is Hagrid. Hagrid's still not here. Aw That writing man. But on the plus side no Snape today said Ron bracingly. Hermione yawned widely and poured herself some coffee girl girl after my own heart. I
2: was just thinking like wow she got started early. (laughs)
0: Um, she looked madly pleased Um, the hats have gone seems the house selves do want freedom after all I wouldn't bet on that Ron told her cuttingly they might not count as clothes they didn't look anything like hats to me more like woolly bladders Hermione did not speak to him all morning
1: because he didn't have to go that far he didn't have to go that far (laughs) no like there was literally no reason to be that nasty there was no reason for it (laughs)
0: No, they I didn't agree. look like hats to me or you don't own the house elves so they can't any random clothes or just mind your business
1: if you don't have nothing nice to or say just, don't say it at all just uh, hush or just,
0: oh I wouldn't bet on it
2: <laughs> yeah or the woolly bladders mm-hmm. or you could just say Honestly, nothing I actually I apparently too am trash because I do think that's such a funny yeah right, it's hilarious, <laughs> that's hilarious. Ron is funny. But, however, that said, it's like, you obviously know she's wrong and I and I would have just enjoyed that conversation, like, that would have been a more mature, I would go, oh, he, maybe he is, he is her soulmate. He's like, you know what, Hermione, like, you shouldn't do this, you really are taking advantage, but he's just like, like, will be glad.
1: He's the worst. Um, okay, <laughs> so, their Tuesday is considerably better, like, course, like, class-wise. Um,
0: they actually so they have...
1: Right, basically, that's and again, no bullying and, and no boredom. These, mm-hmm. these low, low bars. Um, double Charms was, was succeeded by Double Transfiguration. Professor Flitwick and Professor McGonagall spoke, both spent the first 15 minutes of their lessons lecturing the class on the importance of OWLs. What you must remember, said Professor Flitwick, is that the, these examinations may influence your futures for many years to come. If you have not already given serious thought to your careers, now is the time to do so. And in the meantime, I'm afraid we shall be working harder than ever to ensure that you all do yourselves justice. Um, and they I just spent, have to
0: go back to like the the fact that muggle or wizard, like you have to decide things that affect your future when you are at your dumbest. And why is mm-hmm. society like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's very sad.
0: And this is literally like junior year in high school and everything that you do here affects what you're gonna do in college and then junior yep. year in college, everything you do here is gonna affect what you do in the rest of your life in your career and or if you wanna go to grad school or the next step and you're like, But I'm tired and in well in when you're fifteen in high school you're like, but that boy is cute. And I wanna and have you yeah. seen, what's my prom dress look like? Yeah. And then when you're in and when you're in college, you're like, well, I'm drunk and or hungover. and what's that thing happening yes. on Friday? And I
2: haven't seen my parents in months. Right. Right. There's no supervision.
0: Nope.
2: All of a sudden. Right. Yeah. No one's
0: telling me I have to go to bed. I can eat whatever the hell I want to. Yeah. There's Chick fil A in the library. Yeah. How am I supposed to concentrate?
2: Yeah. There yeah. was
0: Chick fil A and Pizza Hut in our library. And I was Next. like,
2: very disturbed. And I will say, Why? that would, that would be furious. Because. In the library? Yeah.
0: The library cafeteria had a Chick-fil-A and a pizza. Where that would is. did you take it to
2: it eat does. it?
0: In the little cafeteria part? Mm-hmm. It was oh, also, like. In the library, there the a cafeteria. So you go downstairs into the cafeteria.
1: Like how it's Starbucks has a, sta- I mean, sorry, like how Barnes & Noble has a Starbucks in it, kind of, except. Yes. Except well, food. pizza hut?
0: Well, it's not like a real right. pizza. Hut. They give you the little mini pan pizzas. I guess, go in the,
2: I don't know. It's like cafeteria pizza. I just, feel like, pizza I just feel like there's no, and, and I actually love pizza and Chick-fil-A, but I just feel like there's no place for like fast food, fried chicken, and
1: a like it. No, there's not. I um, went to a really small college, anything. so I can't relate. Um, we had Whatever, two places to order. Shop.
0: I can't wait till I go to the tea shop. But what I'm saying we'll is,
1: first sandwich. of all, can I finish what I was going to say? So what I was going to say, one, the tea shop didn't have Chick-fil-A in it, so there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, but we only so had two killing. places ever any So we had two available places to eat on campus. One of them was the cafeteria and it closed at seven and one was a tea and? shop. It and wasn't open on Saturdays. So what? on Saturdays, if you didn't eat at the designated times at the cafeteria, you were kind of fucked unless you have food in your dorm.
0: There were some restaurants that would deliver that did take meal points. And that was like a thing. And we
1: were were in East Oakland and and no one delivered there because they were afraid of the hood because people are terrible. Right. So.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. I was in Bloomington, Indiana.
2: Where they and apparently put restaurants that don't even spell the words correctly in libraries. They can't even
1: chick- spell library.
2: It was a
0: cafeteria. It's like she said, like, at & where they have, like, Starbucks, you know, they serve like Starbucks, Chick-fil- but it's not actually but Starbucks. But I'm saying
2: that chick Fil a <laughs> mm-hmm. which is actually a, which is, I guess, the phonetic way of telling us how to pronounce Phil-A, because people that eat a chick Fil a don't know how to read the right word, and it's in a library. There is a town. Chick, there is a town
0: in Indiana called Dubois, spelled D-U-B-O-I-S. Dubois. It's no Dubois. There is also a town called Peru, P-E-R-W. Peru. Oh. No. Pay Rue. I went to school in Indiana. There was a Chick Fil A in the library. Chicago, I don't know. You know. Let's move on.
2: <laughs> this like this Chick Fil A in the library is stressing me out. <laughs> I'm just So stressed out. I just am so upset at this school. I'm like, oh,
0: Indiana. It was delicious, and it was there. When okay, we did. It let's hope it until midnight.
1: So, um, luckily, they spent more than an hour reviewing summoning charms in Professor Footwicks' class, which is cool because Harry knows how to do that shit. Although maybe. He does. Yeah, he already knows how to do it. So that's cool. Um, Accio broom. So Firebolt. Firebolt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You cannot pass an owl, said Professor McGonagall, without serious application, practice, and study. I see no reason why everybody in this class should not achieve an owl in transfiguration as long as they put in the work. Neville made a sad little disbelieving noise. Yes, you too, Longbottom, she said. There's nothing wrong with your work except for lack of confidence. So today we are starting vanishing spells. They are easier than conjuring spells, which you will not usually attempt until newt level. But they are still among the most difficult magic you will be tested on in your OWL. Um, And so... Um, Evanesca, right? Yeah. But I don't know what the conjuring spell... I don't don't know what that... um,
0: Yeah, right? No.
1: No. That's summoning. summoning. That's a charm. Um, Yeah. I don't
0: know. (laughs) I have to figure that out, but I will say this one thing, um, which is McGonagall, and and this is like I think why it's so important. I just realized that Eliana has a bus stop sign in her room. Um, sorry. <laughs> anyway, no, McGonagall, a very good for that. Um McGonagall has is stern and it's like a thing that Harry like and fair, but she's also like. You have a lack of confidence. You are capable of doing everything. Yeah, and in. Be and in saying that, like in her usual like stern and authoritative way, there's like a um, a seriousness behind it that I think that like Longbot like long, that Neville has mm-hmm. to kind of respond to, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not like your mom is like you. You're so you know smart and special and you're a little snowflake and whatever. It's not like it's not that. So like, oh, you have to say that because you I love you. It's like, oh no, Professor Mac- McGonagall does not sugarcoat things. Yeah, she tells it like it is. And if she said that, all I need to do is have more confidence, and all I need to do is have mm-hmm. more confidence, and like, she does it again. I think at uh, another point when she tells him about his grandmother to be, Ooh, more, be proud I love that him. one.
1: It's delicious. It's not until Half Blood Prince, and, but like, I appreciate it a lot
0: right but, but it's, like it's still like it's the it, those are the moments and have a biscuit potter and like all this and i'm gonna make sure that you're an or right those like moments of like comfort but not in a coddling way and an yeah. authoritative like you can be whatever you set out to be and i will be there to make sure that you do it yeah if you do it is like whew. yeah Good She's teaching. Snape needs to sit in here and see Ooh. what is done and how it's done.
1: Um, I will say... But
0: also, this is a woman who wanted to be a teacher.
2: I,
1: that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. Um, I will also say, just real quick, we've been stopping every, like, two paragraphs, and we have a lot to go, so we should just speed it okay. up a little bit.
2: The good thing is, I, too, have to go. Yeah. So I will no longer stop every two paragraphs. 7.30. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. This was so much
1: fun. <laughs> We're gonna have to get her votes later. Okay. Tell her to text us your her, her votes. Yeah, we'll get your votes. Yeah. I bet. I bet she benches Ron, which makes sense. Um. Okay.
0: I'm sure she benches Ron. You bench Ron, right? she bitches nice twice. all right
1: <laughs> okay so um, um harry found the vanishing spell horribly difficult but by the end of the double period neither he nor ron had managed to vanish the snails they were practicing um hermione on the other hand successfully vanished her snail on the third attempt earning her a 10 point bonus from griffin for gryffindor from mcgonagall um she was the only person not given homework Everyone else was told to practice a spell overnight, ready for a fresh attempt on their snails the following afternoon. Now panicking slightly at the amount of homework they had to do, Harry and Ron spent their lunch hour in the library looking up the uses of moonstones in potion making. Um, still angry about Ron's slur on her woolly hats, Hermione did not join them, which is what he gets. That's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like.
0: But also. Bye, Ron. Just, Yeah, oh, no, that's
1: all, oh. that's what he get. Like, you wanted her to do her homework for you, then you insulted her hats, now you're in the library, where you should be in the first place, but could have just done that yesterday. So then they go down to care of magical creatures, um, where they see Professor Grubbly Plank standing, waiting for the class 10 yards away from Hagrid's front door, which I had a question about, because I'm trying to figure out where did Professor... Um, I can't think of his name, but the Care of Magical Creatures professor before Hagrid, where did he meet? And why is, like, Grubbly Plank meeting them at Hagrid's house as opposed to, like, somewhere else, like a classroom or, you know, just somewhere else, not his home?
0: I don't know. Like, so at one point, Hagrid has to meet them in, like, a little bank in the... No, is that in the movie? Damn it. In the (laughs) Forbidden Forest. Like, a little, like, clearing.
1: Um, Um, no, that didn't happen. They, they he did for, I think they always meet in front of his, um, in front of his house, and then he takes them to another place if they need to go to another place, but it's always by his house. Yeah.
0: So maybe that's where they met, and like, because he was, even before then... I'm assuming before Hagrid there was another keeper of grounds and keys.
1: Yeah, but I'm just, but I'm like, like it just seems. Just made that up. For if him. he's not like for the keeper of grounds so and keys, like being it just in front seems. In the pumpkin patch. No, but it, they have so many empty classrooms at Hogwarts, and it seems really inconsiderate to just bring a whole crew of kids in front of this person's home to start a class. And like for Hagrid, I yeah. get that it's convenient because it's his house and that's where he spends most of his time anyway. Like fine, but like for other. Teachers, I, I'm, I'm more. I'm not saying that in this case maybe should they just do it because she's the, um, the substitute and so they just want to keep it so, regular. Um, but I was just curious about like where they would meet before that, like before Hagrid was the professor.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think
1: I don't. I don't have an answer. I don't.
0: I'm
1: not even gonna try to. have I mean, an answer. you know, it's 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 just a question. There's no can't canonical whatever. Yeah. Can't look it up on Pottermore. So. They saw Draco Malfoy striding toward them, surrounded by his usual gang of Slytherin cronies. Um, and judging by the fact that all of them kept looking over at Harry, he was able to guess the subject of the jokes that they were laughing about without too much difficulty. Because Draco is obsessed with Harry; like he cannot get dude out of his mind. It's a lot.
0: It is literally stage. Like dude, right now. you have
1: to chill. Like just be cool. You need a hobby. Move on. Uh, everyone here barked Professor Grubbly Plank. Let's ca- crack on then. Who can tell me what these things are called? She was indicating the heap of twigs in her, in front of her. Um, Hermione's hand shot in Watch the air. Um, Hermione's hand shot in the air and behind her Malfoy did a buck tooth imitation of her jumping up and down in eagerness to answer a question and Pansy Parkinson gave a streak of laughter that turned almost at once into a scream. Um, but first of all, it wasn't that, it wasn't funny. Like, I don't, Pan, I know Pansy has his crush or whatever, but like, it wasn't funny though. And it's not original. Like, I'm sure he's told that joke before at least you, three other times. When you're
0: sprung. When you're sprung.
1: Laugh at all. His jokes for the D. Mm-hmm. Also.
0: All the jokes are hilarious.
1: Also, why doesn't Grubbly Plank call them out? Like, very, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're hiding. She doesn't say anything, which seems like a problem. Okay, so the twigs on the table leapt into the air and revealed themselves to be what looked like tiny pixie ish creatures made of wood, each one with knobbly brown arms and legs, two twig-like fingers at the end of each hand, and a funny, flat, bark-like face in which the pair of beetle-brown eyes glittered. Ooh, said per- Parvati and Lavender, um, thoroughly irritating Harry. Anyone would have thought that Harry... Sorry. Anyone would have thought Hagrid had never shown them impressive creatures, which I don't really think it is. I think the bow chuckles are just interesting and Harry is feeling sensitive because yeah. Hagrid's not there. Which is fine, it's like, you know, it's a valid yeah. feeling, but that's kind of why he's feeling that way. Like, no one else would think that. I mean, everyone thinks Hagrid's a terrible teacher because he is, but that's not why they would think it. Agreed. So, admittedly, the flobber worms had been a bit dull, and and the Salamanders and, but the salamanders and hippogriffs had been interesting enough, and the blast-ended scroots perhaps too much so. Um, they were too lit. They were too lit. It's too lit. Um, they were so lit, they were on fire. <laughs> um, Kindly keep your voices down, girls," said Professor Plank. Um, and she scattered a handful of what looked like brown rice among among the stick creatures. Anyone know the name of these creatures? Miss Granger, Bowtruckle, said. Hermione, they're tree guardians. Usually live in wand trees. Five points for Gryffindor. I also so like obviously Hermione knows all the answers because of course, but like these there are other students here who. Grew up in the wizarding world and they aren't even gonna attempt to answer the question. I mean, they missed that point,
0: but I think there's like two things going on here, right? Which is like Hermione knows the answers, but she's also one of those people that are willing to answer because there have been a lot of times. And I mean, you even talked about this when you were in school and you're like, I know the answer, but I'm not, raising but everyone her though, her, I'm not participating.
1: that's all I'm thinking, right? Like, yeah. there has to be like at least another person there who is interested in what this is and like. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, yes, uh... Oh, five points to Gryffindor. Yes, the... Also, sorry. I was also thinking of, like... I don't know. Draco. Gryffindor's getting all these points. And you're spending all your time imitating Hermione when you could be answering questions and getting points for Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, these are bro They generally live in trees whose wand, whose wood is of wand quality. Anybody know what they eat? Wood lice, said Hermione promptly. But fairy eggs, if they could get them? Good girl, take another five points. So whenever you need leaves or wood from a tree in which a bow truckle lodges, it is wise to have a gift of wood lice ready to distract or placate it. They may not look dangerous, but if angered, they will gouge out human eyes with their fingers, which, as you can see, are very sharp and not at all desirable near the eyebrow, near the eyeballs. So if you'd like to gather closer... Take a few wood lice and a bow truckle, but beware they might gouge your eyes out. Magical creatures are terrifying. That's legit. I mean, I
0: I just feel like... You know, some... some. trying to think, like... Goats. Baby goats are adorable, but they will spit on you and kick you and... Kangaroos, like, they look cute, but they will literally kick you and break your ribs and give you a concussion and maybe punch That's you true. Like, animals are just different, <laughs> you know?
1: I mean, it's their defense mechanisms. My
0: best friend's dog is racist as hell, and barks whenever I come over and she tried to bite me once. It's because I'm black.
1: Ah. Even
0: though she's black, too. I don't know. Some self hatred in there. <laughs> but... She's apparently super sweet to them and everybody else and loves the baby, but I come over and I get bit. Like, it's just animals are tricky. Magical or not.
1: True. So, oh, so you can study them more closely. I want a sketch from each of you with all of the body parts labeled by the end of the lesson. Um, And so the class surges forward. Harry deliberately circles around the back so that he could end up right next to Professor Grubbly Plank. Where's Hagrid? He asked her. Never you mind, said Professor Grubbly Plank repressively. Um, So, two things. One, mind your business a little bit. Like, I get it. You really want Harry, you know, you really want to know where Haggard is and what's going on with him. But that's not the time, nor the place, nor the person to ask. The other thing is Professor Grubbly Plank might not even know. And watch your tone. And watch your tone. But also, Also. Grubbly Plank might not even know. Like, she was told that she had a job. And so she came right. to, to do the job. Like she didn't I'm sure she didn't ask questions. I'm sure if it's something to do with the order, Dumbledore didn't tell her where Haggard was. Like just think it through, Harry. Come well, on, fam.
0: And also, like, we where like we know Haggard was supposed to be back, so Dumbledore might not even really know. You know, like Hagrid is I had this French teacher once and literally we would have we would go back for like You know, you'd have, like, spring break or whatever. And it was, like, clockwork. She would miss, like, the next week or the next, like, two to three days. Like, we would have a sub. And then she'd come back and she'd be like, oh, I went to so-and-so and and then I met this guy and then he took me over here. And then we went. And I was like, you're a hippie and you're crazy. But you also, like, you know, like, I got to come back to school. You got to come back to school. Mm -hmm. Hagrid reminds me of that. Like, Hagrid school starts on the first. Like Yeah, but you know, I bet this, you know, dude that could have been my half brother that is my half brother, and we got we hit it off, we started talking and then, you know, one thing led to another and I don't know, all of a sudden it's like He's in know, the forest.
1: It's December. <laughs> <laughs> Just ugh. okay. Um, Too much. so of course Malfoy leans across Harry and seizes the largest bro truckle because, you know, he wants to talk to the person he wishes was his friend. Maybe the stupid great Oafs got himself badly injured. Maybe you will if you don't shut up, said Harry. Maybe he's messing around with stuff that's too big for him, if you get my drift. Um, the Malfoys have to stop telling Draco their business and everything. Like, he's a child. He should not know grown folks' business. Like, why does he... And then he clearly right. doesn't know how to keep it to himself. And he just be telling people right. on the other side of their... Like, they're Death Eaters, and he's over here talking to members of the Order about shit like
0: oh dog and you like you're not supposed to tell him that
1: you're like like, why are you telling your child these things do not know
0: how espionage works
1: he doesn't know or draco like he's 15 don't tell him that shit
0: it's so bad it just it makes no sense also like it's really funny to me because he wants Harry to know, like it's this, it's the same, like he's obsessed with Harry thing. Like he wants Harry to know that he knows. And it's like, why (laughs) just go get a friend, get a hobby. (laughs) Why are we doing? Go
1: somewhere else. Um, Um,
0: so Malfoy walks away smirking over his shoulder. Did Malfoy know something Harry felt? His father was a Death Eater after all. What if he had information about Hagrid's fate and ha- that had not yet reached the Order? He hurried back around the table to Ron and Hermione, who were squatting on the grass some distance away and attempting to persuade a bro truckle to remain still long enough for them to draw it. Harry pulled out a parchment and quill, crouched down beside the others, and related in a whisper what Malfoy just said. Dumbledore would know if something had happened to Hagrid. Hermione said at once, it's just playing into Malfoy's hand to look worried. It tells him we know we don't know exactly what's going on. We've got to ignore him, Harry. Here, hold the bull trucker for a moment so I can draw it space. And that is true, but also like it it it's a it's another one of these like problematic things where it's like Dumbledore would know. It's fine. Like don't what if he
1: doesn't know? And if Dumbledore does know, that doesn't necessarily mean that Hagrid's okay.
0: Right. He can still be worried.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, really quickly, um, Portia says Harry can't take hits for nothing um, when he says bigger than Hagrid. Um, and Amani says he ain't no Ravenclaw, which is very true. But also, I think that, like, Harry knows that Hagrid went to go to the Giants because he was there when Dumbledore gave him that mission or whatever Um, I think he's just more Mm -hmm. concerned that something happened to him and not necessarily where he is like maybe he got like hurt or killed by the Giants as opposed to like yeah yeah um okay Yes. It's like where
0: is Hagrid? As in, he should be back by now. Right. Not where is Hagrid? Like, where in the world is Tom of San Diego?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes," said Malfoy's clear drawl from the group nearest them. Father was just talking to the minister just a couple days ago, you know, and it sounds as though the ministry's really determined to crack down on substandard teaching in this place. So even if that overgrown moron does show up again, he'll probably be sent packing straight away. Like, again, stop talking to your kids. Why are you talking to him about you going to talk to the minister? For what? They got nothing to do with him. That's grown folks' business. And he can't he keep can't it to shut himself. Like, like he does not know how to how to not talk.
0: You have to know your kids. And Lucius clearly thinks that Draco is someone he's not. Like Draco's not your friend. This ain't RuPaul's best friend, right? <laughs> We not America's cool.
1: next top best friend
0: did someone say that
1: yeah that was yeah he
0: stole it from RuPaul's Drag Race it's <laughs> fine um if he caused or Harry gripped the bow truckle so hard that it almost snapped and it taken a great retaliatory swipe um leaving two long deep cuts Harry dropped it Crab and Goyle, who had already been gethawing at the idea of Hagrid being sacked laughed still harder as the bow truckle set off at full tilt toward the forest um, when the bell echoed distantly over the grounds, Harry rolled up his b- blood-stained bow-truckle picture and marched off to Herbology with his hand wrapped in Hermione's handkerchief. Uh, Malfoy's derisive laughter still ringing in his ears. If he got Hagrid a moron one more time, said Harry through gritted teeth. Harry, don't go picking a row with Malfoy. Don't forget, he's a prefect now. He can make life difficult for you. Wow, I wonder what it'd be like to have a difficult life, said Harry sarcastically. Ron laughed, but Hermione frowned. Together they went... Um, across the vegetable patch uh, I agree with Hermione but I also think that she needs to find a different way to communicate with Harry when he gets to that space you know what I mean like it's not her job by any means like but he's obviously like at a point where of anger and emotion where like you can't just be like using pure logic with him, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's true, like, you should, you need to pick your battles, it's true, like, a bunch of other things, but, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like, when she does that, it becomes naggy in a way that Harry's able to start ignoring when she's like talking even if she even though she's giving him good advice it's like he's not able to receive that advice and so then he's gonna start like lumping you in the way he like lumps in like the way he deals with someone like Snape which is like everything that he says is wrong like everything that Hermione says is just to nag or you know what I mean well I
1: mean I think I think the way that Harry thinks of Hermione and we when does this happen I want to say Deathly Hollows. Like, we find out that his conscious conscience sounds like Hermione. Sounds um, like her. And so, yeah. it's... Um, I don't know. I think that he respects her enough that, like, he doesn't think that. Like, he does realize that she has his best interest at heart. I just think that, like, in this particular case, yeah, make life difficult for you. He's like, well, I mean, you know, I already have a detention for the rest of this week. I already, like, does all these things. I just saw my... Saw a classmate get murdered, Voldemort... Like, all these things are happening, so, like, okay, sure, he'll yeah. make my life difficult. Oh, well. But I think Everyone that, like... talking
0: about me, like...
1: Yeah, like, and I and I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think necessarily in this particular moment that, like, Hermione's doing anything wrong. I think she's just trying to keep him out of more trouble than he's already in. Um, yeah,
0: I don't mean to say that she's doing anything wrong. I just mean to say that at a certain point, she needs to learn... Um or he needs I don't know there needs to be a different way of communicating those things to him when he gets upset or just waiting and be and being more supportive I guess in the moment saying like yeah okay and then later on when they're at the common room and he's calmed down some then being like but like you know at lunch or something listen you really need to like be careful because he's a prefect and you know as you know he will abuse that authority I think it's less that he isn't going to, um, that he doesn't trust what she's saying and that he doesn't take her seriously, That, but more that he just starts to tune her out. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. It's not that he doesn't think she has his best idea, best interest at heart, just that he's tuning her out like everyone else who's telling him to calm down and be, play it safe. And you know what I mean? She just becomes one of those other voices, like the adults
1: in his life. Mm hmm. I just wish Hagrid would hurry up and get back. That's all, said Harry in a low voice. And don't say that that grubbly planks woman's a better teacher, he added threateningly. I wasn't going to, said Hermione calmly, um, because she'll never be as good as Hagrid, said Her- said Harry, fully aware that he had just experienced an exemplary care of magical of Creatures lesson and was thoroughly annoyed about it. Um, well, one, Hermione is still, is so, is, she's, like, I think she completely understands, like, where Harry's coming from and his annoyance and his anger. And, like, you know, he's dealing with a lot. But she's also like, I just need you to stop lashing out at me, fam. Yeah. Like, I know. I wasn't going oh, to say oh. that. Chill out. Um, but he's also doing that because he is like, you know, these are things that he's thinking. And it's frustrating yeah. him that he's thinking that. Um, so the door of the near... And also, sorry, again... In, the, in his head and in, like, Ron's head as well, like, Haggard coming back is synonymous with him coming back to teach class. Like, he has a job. Whether he comes back or not, girlie Plank could still take that position and Haggard would still have a job and still be around and, like, all those things. I think that right. they are, like, considering him being fired him not having that job with him leaving Hogwarts, which is not the case. But it's fine, because he won't be fired anyway, because yeah. Dumbledore. Well... Spoilers. So. Uh,
0: I also want to, like, just before we go on, Amani says Harry yelling at a black woman to not tell him another black woman was more qualified than his idiot friend. (laughs) So that's Amani's take on that.
1: True. The door of the nearest greenhouse opened and some fourth years spilled out of it, including Jenny. Hi, she said brightly as she passed. Um, and a few seconds later, Luna Lovegood emerged trailing behind the rest of the class, a smudge of earth on her nose and her hair tied in a knot at the top of her head. When she saw Harry, her prominent eyes seemed to bulge excitedly and she made a beeline straight for him. Um, she took a great breath and then said without so much as a preliminary hello, I believe Hugh must not be named his back and I believe you fought him and escaped from him. Uh, right, said Harry awkwardly. Um, Luna was wearing a pair of orange radishes for earrings, which Parvati and Lavender seemed to have noticed, and they were both giggling and pointing at her earlobe, which is super shallow and superficial, but it's fine. And I also think that's the point of how they're, like, kind of painted, which is also kind of annoying sometimes. You can laugh, Luna said, but people used to believe that there was no such thing as a blimmering humdinger or a crumpled horn snorkack. Well, they were right, weren't they, said Hermione impatiently. There weren't it su- any such things as a blibbering humdinger or a crumplehorn snorkak. Um, so this is kind of a situation where, like, neither Luna nor Hermione are helping. Right? right? Like, Luna goes, like, she she went left. Like, you were, it was already, like, fine, right? Like, sure, you believe me, great. And then you start bringing up some shit I never heard about and that doesn't exist. So that's not helping my case. And then Hermione's no, snapping at does. her. And like, well, you're wrong, so that's not really helping Luna like wanna be around Harry, and so it's all together not not working out. Also, well, two things. One, Hermione, again, just hold it in.
0: Social, graces.
1: Just, you yeah. know, just be like, mm, but also, well, they were, ooh, let me bring that back. Let me just not.
0: You've never seen a bl- blibbering humdinger or a crumple horn snore but well, that doesn't mean that they're not around. Um, I've never seen Gravity but I know
1: it exists Robin that's not how that works but what I was going to say um, and this is an intentional thing by J.K. Rowling is that like Luna and Hermione are the antithesis of each other um, and for like you know that was on purpose and so a lot of the things that Luna values and like the kinds of knowledge that Luna values is not same as Hermione's and it's very it's stuff that Hermione looks down upon because it's not stuff as she says in a second um that has proof in like any real like grounding in reality um so there's that um Luna, Luna gave not
0: offending the,
1: oh. oh sorry I was gonna say Luna gave Luna Hermione a that. withering look and then flounced away Parvati um, and Lavender were not the only ones hooting with laughter now um do you mind not offending the only people who believe me? Harry asked Hermione. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Harry. You can do better than her. Jimmy's told me all about her. Apparently, she'll only believe in things as long as there, there's no proof at all. Well, I wouldn't expect anything else from someone whose father runs the quibbler. Um, and then Harry thought of the Thestrals again um, and how Luna had said she could see them too. His spirits sank slightly had she been lying. But before he could devote much more thought to the matter hotep ernie so shows up and says ernie! i want you to know potter he in a loud and carrying voice that it's not only weirdos who support you i personally believe you 100 percent my family has already has always stood firm behind dumbledore and so do i uh thanks very much ernie said harry um there's you know we gotta go check out wizard youtube there's a whole video about this right about the ministry trying to set up dumbledore hey. and harry
0: um, so, but hernie H- Harry was pleased because Hernie Ernie might be pompous on occasions, but um, he was deeply he did deeply, appreciate the vote of confidence from someone who did not have radishes dangling from their ears. Ernie's words certainly wiped the smile from Lavender Brown's face, and he turned, and as he turned to talk to Ron and Hermione, he caught Seamus' expression, which looked both confused and defiant. Um, so, Ernie's doing the most with like loudly and clearly like you know what I mean like making a scene with his support of Harry but it actually does do a a number on them because like he's a Hufflepuff who was very much against Harry last book Mm -hmm. in the Triwizard tournament Um, and so to come out and like forcefully and like proclaim that he believes him um, when he was Harry's biggest like detractor last year like it does carry a lot more weight than luna Mm -hmm. who also is a fourth year which you know like they're just not peers in the same way um and so that's like really surprising and i love that seamus is like what is going
1: on right seamus's whole like brain is it's a
0: boy but and it's like but i'm still not gonna he's still crazy i don't know Mm
1: -hmm. what So So Professor Sprout... Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh. Professor Sprout starts their lessons by lecturing them about the importance of OWLs. Harry wished all the teachers would stop doing this. He was starting to get an anxious, twisted feeling in his stomach every time he remembered how much homework he had to do. The feeling worsened dramatically when Professor Sprout gave them yet another essay at the end of the class. Pause. Tired and smelling strongly... Really? Sorry.
1: Really quickly. Oh. Before we get there. I just want to remind... And we've already talked about um or like you mentioned earlier about Harry's like depression and his like he's having a whole other thing. Yes. I do mm-hmm. want to just remind everyone, one, we don't know how long this essay is, but the other two essays were literally like a page and a half of like muggle paper written. And they don't have as much homework as they think they do, is just all I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's just but I a will say general reminder. Something- like, I think with Harry, he has there's way more going to, on, right? Like, I don't want to, like, detract yeah. from that. This is just kind of a general um, just reminder of for everyone and not just, like, for Harry specifically. Just even Ron with his Moonstone essay. It's not that long.
0: But I still do think that there's something that, like, gives you the, the sense of, like, everything is much more overwhelming when you when everything starts off with this long, important sure yeah, about totally. how much all the stuff matters so like yeah it's a page and a half essay but it's a page and a half essay that could determine your entire future and you know what i mean so it gives a you know there's a little bit more like just weight that comes along with it mm-hmm. um so yeah so i need to give them that so tired and smelling strongly of dragon dung the gryffindors trip back up to the castle an hour and a half later None of them talking very much. It had been another long day. So, Monday was long and terrible. And this was long and not as terrible, but still, like, full of work. So, it's grueling. You know what I mean? It's one of those days where you're like, oh, man, I didn't have a break. Um, So, if this is, like, how their year is going to go, alternating from, like, terrible mindfuckery of bad incompetence to terrible mindfuckery of, like too much competence. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. The fifth year they're in for a rough ride.
1: Real. Um, um, really quickly in the chat, um, Laurel says that there has to be something more useful um, than an essay to help them learn all this stuff. Um, you know, because everyone is assigning an essay, which is true. Like I think very true. pretty much all they get are like essays where they just copy things from the books that they weren't actually told in class because they were doing something else. Or like practice, and I think practice is yeah. probably more like useful, at least for things like charms and transfiguration. But um, yeah, a lot of the time, but you just... would
0: think too, like they would for like herbology, they would get like a plant that they have to take care of for the semester, or you know, what I mean? or the quarter, or what you know what I mean? Like, do you remember those like? <laughs> I don't, I never had to do this, but I remember them on TV a lot, like, the home ec, like, you have to take care of the baby, mm-hmm. you have to take care of an egg, I think I did have to take care of an egg, actually, or my friend took care of an egg, I don't know, whatever, but, like, you know what I mean, it's, like, this long, like, weeks-long project, so they do have, like, the dream journal, which is not, um, an essay, really, and it's, like, this one, like, you know, they write, like, what, a paragraph a night or whatever, um, so that's like a different type of thing, but you, I would think that herbology or something you would have to like take care of a plant,
1: <laughs> you right? Know? Like they did, I mean, they I would that think that so with the,
0: too. With the mandrakes, you know, like, um, and they had essays to go along with that and stuff, but you know, they were in charge of, are responsible for a plant the majority of the semester, quarter, season.
1: Well, I mean, they didn't have to do... I think they are on the semester system. Okay. I think. I mean, I'm assuming. Okay, so um, he's going to... Or, sorry, his first detention with Umbridge is at 5, so he heads straight to dinner, which is so early. You eating dinner that early? So early. you can be starving at midnight. Um, um, when he gets to the Great Hall, a loud and angry voice said, Oi, Potter! What now, he muttered warily, turning to face Angelina Johnson. I'll tell you what now. How come you've landed yourself in detention for five o'clock on Friday? What, said Harry. Why, oh yeah, keeper tryouts. Now, he remembered, snarled Angelina. Didn't I tell you I wanted to do a tryout with the whole team and find someone who fitted in with everyone? Didn't I tell you I'd booked the Quidditch pitch specially and now you've decided you're not going to be there? I didn't decide not to be there. I got detention from that Umbridge woman just because I told her the truth about you-know-who well you can go straight to her and ask her to let you off on Friday and I don't care how you do it tell her you know who's a figment of your imagination if you like just make sure you're there um, there's one thing I did want to notice just now reading it um, she doesn't doubt mm-hmm. that Voldemort's back she's just like make that shit up so you can come to Quidditch practice so she's yeah. not one of his like people who doesn't believe him
0: but she's like, do what you gotta do.
1: She's right. She didn't. She didn't say stop spreading McGonagall. lies and telling bullshit. Right. And getting yourself in detention. She's just like, dude.
0: She's like on the same page as McGonagall and Hermione, which is just like, keep it, keep a low profile.
1: Hmm. Keep it to
0: yourself. Don't start unnecessary fights.
1: Hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. You know what, said Harry, I think we better check with Puddlemare United whether Oliver Wood's been killed during a training session because she seems to be channeling his spirit. Um, which, <laughs> part of it, right, again, like, she's not wrong about him blowing up and the fact that, like like you were just saying, the fact that he needs to chill out a little bit. But at the same time, it, it, there is a lot piling up on him at once. Um, like, he's he's has all this homework. He's, like... Hogwarts is not the same. He just got detention. He's having to deal with, like, being slandered by the ministry, right? And, like, he needs a moment to self-care, to be honest. And he doesn't really get that moment. Um, instead, spoilers, fun time, he gets to be tortured. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what he needs in this moment, and he doesn't get it. And so, Angelina yelling at him just kind of piles onto him, even though she's not wrong about, right. yeah what he's doing um what do you reckon are the odds umbridge letting of umbridge letting you off on friday less than zero said harry better try though hadn't i i'll offer to do two more detentions or something i don't know i hope she doesn't keep me too long this evening you will you realize we've got to write three essays practice vanishing spells for mcgonagall work out a counter charm for flitwick finish the bow truckle drawing and start that stupid dream diary for trelawney ron moaned and for some reason glanced up at the ceiling and it looks like it's going to rain What's that got to do with our homework, said Hermione. Nothing, said Ron at once, his ears reddening. Um, So that's a hint. Um, Ron's plotting. mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So Harry um, goes off to Umbridge's office Which now looks different than um, it has before. The surfaces had all been draped in lacy covers and cloths. There were several vases full of dried flowers, each residing on its own doily, and on one of the walls was a collection of ornamental plates, each decorated with a large, technicolored kitten wearing a different bow around its neck. Um, These were so foul that Harry stared at them transfixed until Professor Professor Umbridge spoke again.
0: Can we just also take a moment to realize that Harry said he's known this office under three different um uh it's three previous occupants. Mhm. And oh wait, no. Have I gone No. No, I did. Yeah. And like he's in his fifth year. This is his fifth teacher. And it's actually been it's his fifth teacher. Like that is I mean, I know, the position is cursed, and I know, I know, but it's just, it's crazy. It is. It totally is. Yeah. I just just had a moment of, like, are we, really? Really?
1: mm Mm-hmm. Good evening, Mr. Potter. Um she was wearing a luridly flowered set of robes that blended only too well with the tablecloth on her desk behind her. So you know what I just realized? So have you ever seen like pictures of um, 19th century living rooms? Like when you go into the Victorian house and then there's like all of this flowered wallpaper and then the couches match and then the rug matches and that shit is like really ugly. (laughs) This, this is this is the office except she has she also has a matching robe, so she can blend which is the walls. Oh my god, that's, that's so <laughs> terrifying. Ugh. Okay, man, those living rooms are ugly as fuck. I just wow. For what reason? Okay. Okay. Um, sit down. She said. <laughs> Sorry, I had a flashback to college when I was looking at those pictures and that shit was wild. Okay, <laughs> sit down to said Umbridge pointing toward a small table draped in lace um, beside what she had drawn up on straight, drawn up a straight-backed chair. Um, a piece of blank parchment lay on the table apparently waiting for him. Uh, Professor Umbridge, uh, before we start, I, I wanted to ask you a, a favor. Um, her bulging eyes narrowed. Oh, yes? Well, I'm... I'm on the Gryffindor Quidditch team, and I was supposed to be at tryouts for the new keeper at five o'clock on Friday, and I was was wondering whether I could skip detention that night and do it, do it another night instead. And he knew long before he reached the end of the sentence that it was no good. Oh, no, said Umbridge, smiling so widely that she looked as though she had just swallowed a particularly juicy fly. Oh, no, no, no. This is your punishment for spreading evil, nasty, attention-seeking stories, Mr. Potter. And punishment certainly cannot be adjusted to suit the guilty one's convenience. No, you will come here at 5 o'clock tomorrow and the next day and on Friday, too, and you will do your detention as planned. I think it rather good that you are missing something you really want to do. It ought to reinforce the lesson I am trying to teach you. Um, so Harry, you know, gets angry, which is reasonable considering... That she just told him that he tells evil, nasty, attention-seeking stories, um, and so she watches him, kind of waiting for him to blow up at her. Cause she, she really, she's just like, I wish you would, please make my day. Mm-hmm. Like that's all she's thinking as he's like trying to calm himself down. There, she said. Um, she says after he sits down, we're getting better at controlling our temper already, already aren't we? Now like that
0: was her. You didn't do that shit.
1: Didn't Shut and this, and
0: like, Sorry.
1: you can tell in this right. Like she's relishing this right. Like I think that right one of the things that McGonagall was trying to kind of drill into Harry. I mean, at that point it was too late because he'd already given himself these attentions. But like this is what she's wanted this whole time. She be, she's right. been trying to get him since before Hogwarts. Um and so she's like, I finally have him where I want him. I can punish him the way that I see fit. Um. First, the first time he said she said Dementors after him, and obviously he doesn't know that, but she is very intent That's, on punishing him just because. And her you know. thing,
0: too, is like it's not that he's in her view like spreading lies or not towing the the line that the ministry wants, it's that he dares speak out against what the ministry says. Mm-hmm. So it's not even really about. His um, like what he's doing so much as like the ministry has like come up with this thing and this like reasoning and he's not going along and so therefore you know what I mean? Like I we need to teach him to shut up and go along with the program um, because I feel like if it wasn't dump, if it wasn't like Voldemort's back but something else that the ministry wanted people to the public to believe she would react the same way. Because it's mm-hmm. a very much more, it's much more of an authoritarian thing than an actual, like, this cause matters thing. Right.
1: right. Absolutely. And it's an excuse for her to do some, like, like when's the last time she got to torture some, somebody? Right. She's like, it's lit. It. Yeah. Um, now you're going to do some lines for me, Mr. Potter. No, not with your quill. You're going to use a rather special quill once. Sorry, a rather special one of mine. Here you are. Um, I want you to write, I must not tell lies. How many times? Harry asked. Oh, as long as it takes for the message to sink in. Off you go. Um, You haven't given me any ink, he said. Oh, you won't need any ink, she said, with the merest suggestion of a laugh in her voice. Harry placed the point of the quill on the paper and wrote, I must not tell lies. He let out a gasp of pain. The words had been, at, uh, sorry, the words had appeared on the parchment in what appeared to be shining red ink. At the same time, the words had appeared on the back of Harry's right hand, cut into his skin as though traced there by a scalpel. Yet, even as he stared at the Who shining cup, up with the skin thing? healed over it again, leaving the place where it had been slightly redder than before quite smooth. Um, Who she's came literally, up with this? Shit? She's literally torturing him. There's no way this is legal. First off, who came up with this quill? Some dark wizard. She probably found it at Borgen and Burke. She be hanging all up and down Nocturne Alley.
0: Like what is what? Like,
1: this is a school. This is like just this is a school. You can't just go around. You've been talking all up and down about Dumbledore and his inability to govern the school. And he's doing such a bad job. And the standards are failing at Hogwarts. And you over here with a murder pen.
0: Progress for progress sake is not torturing children. That's like, what the fuck? That's not, like that's what, are just you, prog- what are you doing?
1: That's just progress. Homie. <laughs> he's a child.
0: And and then let's just get into the like, she was watching him, her eyes wide, toed like, stretching the mouth. Yes, and he said nothing quietly, because she's also like making him like, and she she uses the term like oh learning to control your temper, but it's like learning, to know your place and be quiet,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: not speak up and not speak out for yourself, not speak up for yourself. Not be your own advocate and like don't tell anyone. Yep. Tra- like trauma on trauma on trauma.
1: Um, Deborah says that she probably cursed the pin herself and Portia says that if Filch weren't a squib they'd be best buddies. Which is true. I'm sure probably Filch true. wants to get his hands on one I mean, of these quills.
0: And you know what else? Though she's not above using Filch, even though he's a squib and she thinks less of him or whatever. Like she still uses him mm-hmm. at, for her sick murder games. Like
1: true. Just um, yeah, it, it's it's a problem. Um, and Portia asks if she's descended from previous torturous caretakers. And no, actually, she is not. Do we want to because... delve into the history of Professor Umbridge? Her terrible, I mean, terrible personhood. I'm on it. I got a new computer. It's fast. I can do multiple things what? at once. It's kind we of a win. What? That's what I'm saying. Where do you do that at? Um. So, fun facts. Dolores Umbridge was the eldest child and only daughter of Orford Umbridge, a wizard, and Ellen Cracknell, a Muggle who also had a squib son. Um, Dolores's parents were unhappily married, and Dolores secretly despised them both. Orford, for his lack of ambition, he had never been promoted and worked in the Department of Magical Maintenance at the Ministry of Magic, Um, and her mother, Ellen, for her flightiness, untidiness, and muggle lineage. Both Orford and his daughter blamed Ellen for Dolores' brother's lack of magical ability, which was, which, hmm, with the result that when Dolores was 15, the the family split down the middle, Orford and Dolores remaining together, and Ellen vanishing back into the muggle world with her son, um... Dolores never saw her mother and brother again, never spoke of either of them, and henceforth pretended to all that she met that she was a pure blood. Um, and so then she joins the Ministry of Magic after Hogwarts as an intern in the improper use of magic office. Um, and she was always judgmental, prejudiced, and sadistic, although her conscientious interest attitude, her saccharine matter, mm, manner towards superiors and the ruthlessness and stealth with which she took credit for other people's work soon gained her advancement. So she's a plagiarizer, too. That's awesome. Right. Um, and so before she was 30, she had been promoted to the head of the office, um, but it was a short step there to ever more senior positions in the management of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. And by this time, she had persuaded her father to take an early retirement by ma- and by making him a small financial allowance, ensured that he dropped quietly out of sight. So, like... She stayed with her pops because he was magical, but then didn't like him. So it was like, all right, cool, you got to go. So we're going to have to push you away so I could fully step into my horribleness and no one will ever know that we're related. Um, And then whenever she was asked, "Um, are you related to that that umbrage she used to mop the floors? She would smile her sweetest laugh and deny any connection whatsoever claiming that her deceased father had been a distinguished member of the Wisingamut, and then nasty things tended to happen to people who asked about Orford, or anything Dolores did not like talking about, and people who wanted to remain on her good side pretended to believe her version of her ancestry. Um, it's so
0: interesting because, like, the wizarding world is so small to kind of, like, I could like... It would be much easier, right, to slip into the mogul world with the lie about your parentage and lineage. But like, homeboy was just there. Y'all were working in the ministry at the same time. How am I gonna forget about the dude who was here yesterday? Like he just retired. Right.
1: He just but left. I'm
0: supposed to believe this li- I'm just supposed to believe this lie. Okay. Oh, there are no records of members of the Wisen gamut? Like Nope. I can't go look and be like, there wasn't an umbrage at the and gamut during the time that you're supposed to be around? Like, what? <laughs>
1: they, they, yeah. He, I mean, it's, like, try I don't Like, to know. lie
0: hard. Like, just do better. If you don't lie, do better.
1: She's, yeah. She doesn't need to, though, because she can do terrible things to people. So in spite of her best efforts to secure, to secure the affect, the, sorry, Despite her best efforts to secure the affections of one of her superiors, um, she never particularly cared which of them it was, but she knew that her own status and security would be advanced. But with a powerful husband, she never succeeded in marrying because while people valued her work and ambition, those who got to know her best found it very difficult to like her. Um, after a glass of sweet sherry, Dolores was always prone to spout very uncharitable views, and even those who were anti-Muggle found themselves shocked by some of Dolores's suggestions behind closed doors of the treatment of the non—that the, tr- the treatment of that the non-magical community deserved. Um, so she's like your racist drunk uncle on ten, no on a hundred, on a hundred.
0: Um, but also what's really funny is um, Happy Place and all that jazz, but it reminds me of like what we're going through right now. People are like, oh my God, Nazis. But yeah, those lazy Puerto Ricans who want everything handed to them even though they're just trying to survive a freaking hurricane. Like, you can't have it but <laughs> Like, it's, there's some weird disconnect between like what you say about something and like what you believe. And it, we talked about this with like Fudge and how like his views like very easily allow for something like Voldemort to happen and that's like kind of similar like someone with Dolores's views should not have been allowed to like gain that kind of status within the ministry mm-hmm. because everyone knows that she would say that stuff she like she would be slick about it to a certain extent but people you know were like oh she's not very pleasant like no it's not only she's not very pleasant She's dangerous, and you have her heading the Office of Magical Law Enforcement. Like,
1: how that work? Yep. Yep. Um, so. so as she grew older and harder and rose higher in the ministry, Dolores' taste for um, little girlish accessories grew more and more pronounced, and her office became a place of frills and furbelows, Um, and she liked... That's it. I like that word. Um, and she liked anything decorated with kittens, though found the real thing inconveniently messy, which, I mean, she's a terrible person, but that's just practical.
0: No, kittens are great.
1: They are, but they're messy. Um... Sorry. Um, as Minister of Magic, Cornelius Fudge became increasingly anxious and paranoid about Dumbledore. She managed to claw, claw her way to the very heart of power by stoking both Fudge's vanity and his fears, and presenting herself as one of the few he could trust. Um, so that's kind of how she got into the position that she's in now. Because she was like, "Yeah, Dumbledore, man, I don't know what you're going to do about him. You
0: right? He's coming he's about for you." To
1: get you. Mm-hmm. He's like Wormtongue, or she's like Wormtongue in um, Lord of the Rings. Which you wouldn't know, because... Sure. <laughs> I believe you. hmm <laughs> So disappointing. <laughs> anyway, well, we should stop well, there, because... We'll stop there, because the rest of it is about things that are... Uh, that, you know, will happen...
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole thing
1: more on on Pottermore. There's a whole So, um,
0: Yeah. Back to detention. On it went. Again and again Harry wrote the words on the parchment, and he soon became to realize it was not ink but his own blood. And then again and again the words were cut into the back of his hand, killed, and reappeared the next time he's at the court of parchment. Um Darkness fell outside. Harry didn't ask and he would be allowed to stop. He was not um he did not even check his watch. He knew she was watching for signs of weakness, and he was not going to show any, not even if he had to sit there all night cutting open his own hand with this quill, which is one of those weird, like, abuse things that, like, the victim thinks that, like, they're showing strength by not asking for help, and there's a sense of shame, mm-hmm. like, I can handle this or whatever. Um, Come here, she said, after what seemed like hours. Um, hand she said he extended it she took it in her own Hughie pressed the shutter as she touched him with her thick stubby fingers on which she wore a number of old ugly rings tut tut I don't seem to have made much of an impression yet well we'll just have to give it a tr- try again tomorrow evening won't we you may go so he leaves his office without a word school was deserted it was surely past midnight so he got there at five
1: Seven hours. That's
0: like seven hours. Yeah. And when is he supposed to do his homework? How is he supposed to get a good night's sleep?
1: That's, like, I think that's okay, part of it, right?
0: Teachers can, but this is like the thing, like teachers have the power to give detentions, but there should be some like kind of restriction, like structure of what a detention is, how long it can last, etc. Cetera, et cetera. You can't just be like, teachers have the power to give detention so she can string you up by your ankles. Like that's not how, no, no,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I just feel like so like I had this my, I had a high school in my high school we had this thing where if you were late past whatever there was like a lockout and you had to go to like it was basically like an in class detention type of thing this like late room and they mm-hmm. wouldn't let you do homework and they wouldn't let you read you had to like read you had to read the like attendance policy or whatever so it literally became a thing because you know me and i'm late i've been this way my whole life if i was late i just wouldn't go to class and so my mom like at one point they called and said that i was ditching class and i was like i'm not ditching like if they would let me go in and learn and like yeah i get a detention or something or i go to this room and i get to do homework i get to read i get to whatever but it's like i know that i'm not supposed to be late that's not Mm -hmm. stopping me from being late like you know what i mean so like i'm if i wake up and i'm like i'm not gonna make it i just roll over go back to sleep and try again for second period like so you're not even teaching like she's not teaching harry not to tell lies she's teaching harry to like how to be defiant and you know what i mean like it's a podcast, so y'all can't see. Me. I just threw my hands up in frustration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Laurel says that no tr- no transfiguration as a punishment is kind of an odd restriction if cutting your hand open is okay. Which is real. Too bad McGonagall wow. isn't there to be like, excuse me, ma'am. Right. We we don't do this here. This is a school. Because she's going to bed. Because it's past midnight. It's past but midnight. also I think midnight like... seven hours. Yeah, I mean, Umbridge is trying to break him, is really what she's trying to do, right? She's not teaching him not to lie, she's she's teaching him to keep his mouth shut um, about both Voldemort and about what's happening right now, Um, and Mm -hmm. she's, oh, sorry, now I'm thinking about, like, when I got my tattoo, or just any of my tattoos, and that's what it feels like, except over and over and over and over again. So, for seven hours. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep alright let's let's move on to more it's not still not Ab- fun anyway okay kind of <laughs> so Harry hadn't had the time to practice vanishing spells had not written a single dream in his diary and had not finished the drawing of the bow truckle, nor had he written any of his essays so he skipped breakfast to scribble down a couple of made up dreams for divination their first lesson and was surprised to find a disheveled Ron keeping him company um, when Harry asks why he didn't do his homework the night before, Ron mutters something about doing other stuff, which, you know, was a lie, but it's fine. He's trying to keep it a secret. Well, he
0: was practicing for Quidditch, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he was. For seven hours, though, fam, you could have done some homework. Um, uh, well, mm, right. he well, Ron don't make the practice. Good choices. And, and also, he's not all that good at Quidditch. Um, that'll have to do, he said. I've said I dreamed I was buying a new pair of shoes. She can't make anything weird out of that, can she? Um, so on their way to the, to divination, um, Ron asks how the tension went. Harry hesitated for a fraction of a second and then said that all he did was lines. That's not too bad then, eh? Said Ron. Nope. Um, and then Ron asks if Umbridge let him off on Friday and Harry says no. Um, and it was another bad day for Harry. He had one, he was one of the worst in transfiguration because he hadn't practiced at all. He had to give up his lunch hour to complete the picture of the bow truckle And meanwhile, Professors McGonagall, Grubbly Pink, and Sinistra gave them yet more homework, which he had no prospect of finishing that evening because of his second detention with Umbridge. Um, so really quickly, um, we have three out of the five days of Harry's schedule, and because I'm a nerd, I wrote them all down. Um, so on Mondays, he has History of Magic, Potions, Divination, and Offensive to the Dark Arts, and then on Tuesdays, he has Charms, Transfiguration, Care of Magical Creatures, and Herbology. And then Wednesday, he has divination, transfiguration, care of magical creatures, and astronomy. Which I only have a question about that one because, I mean, usually it's at midnight, but maybe when you're in your fifth year, you just do more like studying from books as opposed to like looking at the stars and stuff. Also, he would have been late for that class because average you know is the worst. But, well, it's
0: also like. It's weird. How can it be at midnight every year if all the years
1: need to do astronomy? Exactly. And then I'm curious that, yeah, I just have, I have questions about how astronomy works. Yeah. But that's just like in general. That. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I always forget that that's a class that they take because it never, never comes up. It. Except in this book when they take their OWLs. And that's a fun chapter. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Angelina tracked him down at dinner again on learning that he was not able to attend Friday's keeper tryouts, turned him, told him that she was not at all impressed by his attitude and that she expected players who wished to remain on the team to put training before their other commitments. "'I'm in detention,' she yelled after her as she stalked away. "'Do you think I'd rather be stuck in a room with that old toad or playing Quidditch?' "'At least it's only lying,' said Hermione consolingly. Um, it's not as if it's a dreadful punishment, really.' And Harry, again, starts to say something and then doesn't. He wasn't sure why he wasn't telling Ron and Hermione exactly what was happening in Umbridge's room. He only knew that he did not want to see their looks of horror, that he would make mm, that would make the whole thing seem worse and therefore more difficult to face. He also felt dimly that this was between himself and Umbridge, a private battle of wills, and he was not going to give her the satisfaction of hearing that he had complained about it. Um, Which, none of this makes any sense. But... I mean, he's he's he has a lot going on, so. And also, you know, there's not really a lot that Hermione and Ron can do if they do know. Right. Um, and I also think that it kind of reminds me a little bit of how he acts when his scar hurts at this point, where he's just like, there's nothing they can do. They're just going to look afraid and scared, and that uh, that doesn't help.
0: Yeah, but I will say that there is like, comfort in having an outlet to, like, share those things, and to, like, speak them out loud, and so there is, like, something that they can do in terms of just, like, being there for him. Like, they can't stop it, but they can you, like, he wouldn't be alone in it, um, and when they find out, you know, like, Hermione, they tried to do something, but yeah, they in feeling like you can't tell it's like giving it a sense of shame and like it's not him like that should be ashamed it's Dolores who should be
1: ashamed
0: mm-hmm.
1: so. yeah absolutely I can't believe how much homework we've got said Ron well why didn't you do any last night where were you anyway I was I fancied a walk he said and Harry had the distinct impression that he was not alone in concealing things at the moment very clearly because he's Ron is just not get it trash lying and second attention was just as bad as the previous one Harry thought it unlikely that that, um, his skin would keep healing as effectively for long. Um, Soon the cut would remain etched into his hand and Umbridge would perhaps be satisfied. He let no moan of pain escape him, however, and from the moment of entering the room to the moment of his dismissal, again past midnight, he said nothing but good evening and good night. His homework situation, however, was now desperate, and when he returned to the Gryffindor common room, um, he opened his books to begin Snape's Moonstone essay... And he finished it at half past two. He knew he had done a poor job, but there was no help for it. Unless he had something to give in, he would be in detention with Snape next. Um, then he dashed off answers to the questions for Professor McGonagall, um, finished Homer for Grubbly Plank, and then went to bed. Um, and then Thursday happens. And Ron, again, is just as sleepy as Harry, even though Harry's like, I don't know why, just go to bed like a regular person. Right. But Ron is still, you know, keeping secrets. And then Harry has his third detention... And when he's done, Professor Umbridge looks up. His hand at this point is just oozing blood. It's not bothering to heal itself anymore, so he's just like freely bleeding. And then she says, "Good. That ought to serve as a reminder to you, oughtn't it? You may leave for tonight. Do I still have to come back tomorrow?" said Harry, picking it up. "Oh yes," said Professor Umbridge. "Yes, I think we can etch the, metches, etch the message a little deeper with another evening's work. Like, her. She's the worst. Fuck her." Right. He had never considered the possibility that there might be another teacher in the world he hated more than Snape. But as he walked back to the Gryffindor Tower, he had to admit he had found a contender. So, it, I mean, yes, absolutely. Also, I just want to point out that it takes a teacher literally torturing him. Torturing him. To to be Not that Snape isn't than...
0: literally torturing him, just in another way. It's abuse in two different ways. Physical abuse versus mental and emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. It's still yeah. abuse.
1: Yep. yep all right, So it's all terrible. He gets
0: back to the tower, uh, and he is telling, saying, he's, "He's, she's evil." Um, as she reaches the stop top of the stair, he almost walks into Ron. He was lurking behind a statue, clutching his broomstick. He gave a leap, great leap of surprise when he saw Harry and attempted to hide his clean his new clean suit behind his back. What are you doing? Er, nothing. What are you doing? Harry frowned at him. Come on, you can tell me. What are you hiding here for? I'm hiding from Fred and George, if you must know. They just went past as bunch of first years. I bet they're testing stuff on them again. I mean, they can't do it in the common room now. Can they not with Hermione there? So he's hiding from doing his job because he's Mm -hmm. fresh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what have you got your broom for? You haven't been flying, have you, Harry asked. Well, okay, I'll tell you, but don't laugh, all right? I, I thought I'd try out for Gryffindor Keeper now. I've got a decent broom. There, go on laugh. I'll tell you, but don't laugh. There, go on laugh. Like Ron. Pull it together, buddy. I'm not laughing, said Harry. It's a brilliant idea. It'd be really cool if you got on the team. I've never seen you play, Keeper. Are you any good? I'm not bad. Um, Charlie, Fred, and George always made me keep for them when they were training during the holidays. So you've been practicing tonight. Every evening since Tuesday. Just on my own, though. I've been trying to bewitch Quackles to fly at me, but it hasn't been easy, and I don't know how much use it'll be Fred and George are going to laugh themselves stupid when I turn up for the tryouts. They haven't stopped taking the mickey out of me since I got made prefect. Like, you could have confided in your best friend. Like, he couldn't have helped you because he had attention, but, like, he would have helped you.
1: Right. If he didn't have attention, he definitely would have been out there.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I wish I was going to be there. Um, so, yeah. So do Carrie. What's that on the back of your hand? Harry had just scratched his nose with his free right hand, tried to hide it, but had as much success as Ron with the clean sleep. It's just a cut. It's nothing, or I thought you said she was giving you lines, Ron said, as he looked at, um, grabbed Harry's forearm and pulled back Harry's hand with his eyes, looking sick. Um, Harry hesitated. Um, after all, Ron had, but after all, Ron had been honest with him, so he told Ron the truth about the hours he'd been spending in Umbridge's office. The old hag, Ron said in a revolted voice. She's sick. Go to McGonagall. Say something. No, I'm not going to give her the satisfaction of knowing she got to me. He's so traumatized. He's so
1: mm-hmm.
0: I can't even. It's terrible. Um, it's the worst. Got to you. You can't let her get away with this. I don't know how much power McGonagall's got over her, said Harry. Dumbledore then. Tell Dumbledore. No, said Harry flatly. Why not? He's got enough on his mind. Um, said Harry but that was not true he wasn't going to go to Dumbledore for help when Dumbledore had not spoken to him
1: once since June he's so traumatized he's just so it's freaking so I'm sorry I'm sorry I just again for the for the Harry haters he fucking had a teacher cutting his hand open every night for seven hours it's like getting your like in the same place for seven hours, for four days straight. And then the person who's supposed to be looking out for him hasn't talked to him or even looked at him or said a single word to him in three months. And the dark wizard is back and he saw his classmate get murdered in front of him. On top of, you know, all the other traumatizing shit he's been through before all that happened, my dude just needs some help is all I'm saying.
0: Yes. Well, I reckon you Um, should, but then the fat lady was over their shit and she was like, are y'all going to give me the password or are you just going to stand out here and I got to stay awake waiting for on y'all to finish your conversation? So they went in and went to bed. (laughs) The fat lady is out of pocket. You're painting. Mm -hmm. You can sleep whenever.
1: I mean... No, but during the day, then she has to really be up to let people in and out, so she probably gets interrupted a lot. Maybe, but you're painting. Do you really get tired? It's true. Do, do you, you really do you need sleep? More? Who knows how paintings work?
0: I don't know how paintings work. So Friday dawn, Sullen and Sodden as the rest of the week. Um, Harry automatically glanced at the staff table when he entered the Great Hall. It was out it was without any real hope of seeing Hagrid as he turned his mind immediately to his more pressing problems such as the mountainous pile of homework he had to do and the prospect of another detention with Umbridge. Two things sustained Harry that day. One was the thought that it was almost the weekend. The other was the thought that dreadful though his final detention with Umbridge was, he was sure to be, or the, as dreadful as his final detention with Umbridge was sure to be, he had a distant view of the Quidditch pitch from her window and might, with luck, be able to see something of Ron's tryout. He's so ride or die. They're both so ride or he die. He is. Um, those are rather feeble rays of light. It was true, but Harry was grateful for anything that might lighten his present darkness. I just... It's his first week at Hogwarts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He never had a worse first week. So at 5 o'clock in the evening, he knocked on Umbridge's office door for what he sincerely hoped would be the final time when he was supposed to enter... Um, you know what to do, Mister Potter," said Umbridge, smiling sweetly at him. Just, just—she's like yeah, slider. Oh, she's so terrible. Um, he picks up the gr- the quill and glances through the window. If he shifted his hair, his chair an inch or so to the right, on the pretext of shifting himself closer to the table, he managed it. He now had a distant view of the Gryffindor Quidditch team soaring up and down the pitch, while half a dozen black figures stood at the foot of three high goalposts apparently waiting for their turn to keep. It was impossible to tell which one was Ron from this distance. I must not tell lies, Harry wrote. Um, The cut in the back of his hand opened and began to bleed afresh. I must not tell lies. The cut dug deeper, stinging and smarting. I must not tell lies. Blood trickled down his wrist. What? Joe, have you met Connie? Just. I just. Why? Um, this is a school it's a school he chanced another glance out the window whoever was defending the goalpost was doing a very poor job Katie Bell scored twice in the few seconds her dare to watch hoping very much that the keeper
1: wasn't this is just really really small how can he tell who the chaser is but not the keeper because he's seen Katie play before he does not have he has terrible eyesight
0: but he knows, like, her movements versus the other chasers' movements.
1: From that far away?
0: Yes. I've literally, like, if you've played sports with the same people enough times, like, I've literally had to play a game without my glasses or my contacts, and I know who, like, I can tell who's doing what because I've I memorized how their body moves, what they look like. You just know it. Okay. Her flying style. You can keep going. It doesn't seem crazy to me. Hoping very much the Keeper wasn't Ron, he dropped his eyes back to the parchment shining with blood. I must not tell lies. I must not tell lies. He looked up whenever he thought he could risk it, when he could hear the scratching of Umbridge's quill or the opening of a desk drawer. The third person to try out was pretty good. The fourth was terrible. The fifth dodged a bludger exceptionally well, but then fumbled an easy save. The sky was darkening, and Harry doubted he'd be able to see the sixth or seventh people at all. I must not tell lies. I must not tell lies. The parchment was now dofted. Dofted? With an S? No, dotted. What? sorry. I'm reading it from my computer. My computer screen needs to be cleaned. I it looked like oh. Dofted <laughs> was dotted with drops <laughs> of blood from the back of his hand. He was, which was searing with pain. When Time out. At, That's
1: weird. Sorry. That's weird because mine says shining, not dotted. Oh. That's why I was confused. I was like, where is she? Mine says oh, the parchment okay. was now shining with drops of blood. That's a weird thing to change i'm me. on
0: a cheap knockoff site because i forgot my book
1: so well no but i'm saying that's probably an older yeah, version um, or a different you know what i mean yeah like maybe. everything else has been the same so that's why i was just like I it's a weird and we've already weird, you know determined change. that yeah. they've changed things but that's a strange moment to change
0: yeah um so when he next looked up night had fallen in the quidditch which was no longer visible let's see if you've, got the, if you've got the matches yet shall we said Umber's soft voice half an hour later so she like basically waited until she knew for sure the quidditch practice was over Our quidditch mm-hmm. trials were over because she's evil um, she moved beside him um, stretching out her short ringed fingers for his arm and then as she took hold of him to examine the words not cut in his skin pain seared not across the back of his hand but across the scar on his forehead at the same time, he had the most peculiar sensation somewhere around his mid-dress. Um, he wrenched his arm out of her grip and leapt to his feet, staring at her. She looked back at him, mouth-stretching. Yes, it hurts, doesn't it? She said softly. Sorry. He did not answer. I
1: just had I just had the worst thought, but luckily it can't work, because Bellatrix is still in Azkaban. Okay. Continue.
0: What was the thought? Sorry. You
1: she's can... Pregnant? You can... No, you can... Um... Infer well,
0: on you, your own You waiting. can't do... No! It's not the canon. Bellatrix. Is she pregnant? With Voldemort's baby? I'm confused.
1: Okay. She's not. Because it's not canon.
0: All right. So he wrenches his arm out of her grip and leapt to his feet. Yes, it hurts, doesn't it? She said softly. He did not answer. His heart was something very hard and fast. Was she talking about his hand or did she know what he had just felt on his forehead? Well, I think you've got my point, Mr. Potter. You may go. He caught up his school bag and left the room as quickly as he could. Stay calm, he told himself, sprinting up the stairs. Stay calm. It doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. To- mimbletonia, he gasped at the fat lady. A roar of sound greeted him, Ron came running towards him, beaming all over his face. Harry, I did it. I'm in. I'm keeper. Oh, what? Oh, brilliant, he said, trying to sound naturally while his heart continued to race and his hand throbbed and lead have a butterbeer he said pressing a bottle on him I can't believe it where's Hermione gone she's there said Fred who was also swigging butterbeer and pointed to an armchair Hermione was dozing in it her drink tipping precariously in her hand well she was pleased when I told her he said looking slightly put out let her sleep said George hastily it was a few moments before Harry noticed that several of the first years gathered around them with unmistakable signs of recent nosebleeds come here Ron and see if Oliver's old old robes fit you we can take his name. He off can't of even get brand.
1: He can't even get brand new robes.
0: I mean, were it's they Oliver, were they brand new robes for Oliver? Either they can't get new uh, coverings for the bed.
1: I know, <laughs> true. Um, that was going to be my question. <laughs> um, well, one, they can't get you know. One, just because Ron generally gets hand me down stuff all the time, but also like, and I guess in high school, and it was just gross. It's just gross. I'm sorry. In high school, we used to have to like. We got new jerseys maybe halfway through my first season playing softball, but first we had to use, like, the old ones, which were cuter because they were black, but, like, who knows how many people had worn them Yeah. in the years that a softball team had been at Berkeley High. Like, like, why? Just get a new one. It's not sanitary. (laughs) Not at all. So, um...
0: As Ron moved away, Angelina came up to Harry. Sorry I was a bit short with you earlier, Potter, she said abruptly. It's stressful, this managing work, you know. I'm starting to think I was a bit hard on Wood sometimes. She's watching Ron over the rim of her goblet with a slight frown on her face. Look, I know he's your best mate, but he's not fabulous. I think with a bit of training he'll be all right, though. He comes from a family of good Quidditch players. I'm begging on him turning out to have a bit more talent than he showed today, to be honest. Vicky Frobisher and Jeffrey Cooper both flew better this evening, but Cooper's a real whiner. He's always moaning about something or other, and Vicky's involved in all sorts of societies. She admitted herself that if training clash with her charms club, she put charms first. Anyway, we're having a practice session at 2 o'clock tomorrow, so just make sure you're there this time, okay? And do me a favor and help Ron as much as you can, okay? Um, so I love this because it's like, One, it shows you that there are, like, other extracurricular activities, and it's weird that Hermione isn't a part of, like, a bunch of these things. Like, why isn't Hermione in Charm's Club? I
1: know. That's true. um, Well, we know why, because she became friends with Ron and Harry, and now she has to go save the Dark or stop the Dark Lord. All the time. And everything. But, um,
0: but also I love it because it's, like, It is true, sometimes, like, you don't get the best person on your team, you get the one that, like, wants to work the hardest and has, like, potential to be good, and maybe they're not naturally gifted, but, like, being a whiner, like, no one wants to play or work with someone who's always complaining, and then you want someone who's, like, committed, so. I like this Mm -hmm. better than in the movie where, like, Hermione cheats to get Ron on the team. Because Ron isn't bad, it's just that he's got confidence issues. Right, right. So he nodded and Angelina showed back to Alicia Spit it. Um Harry moved over to sit next to Hermione, who awoke with a jerk. Oh, Harry, it's you. Good about Ron, isn't it? I'm just so, so tired. I was up until one o'clock making more hats. They're disappearing like mad. And sure enough, now that you look, there were uh, woolly hats concealed all over the room where unwary slaves, or elves, might accidentally pick them up. Great, said Hermione distracted. Uh, or said Harry distractedly. If he did not tell someone soon, he would burst. Listen, Harani, I was just in Umberta's office, and she touched my arm. Um, you're worried you know who is controlling her like he controlled Quarrel. Well, said Harry, dropping his voice, it's a possibility, isn't it? I suppose so, she said, though she sounded unconvinced. But I don't think he can be possessing her in the way he possessed Quarrel. I mean, he's properly alive again, isn't he? He's got his own body. He wouldn't need to share someone else's. He could have her under the Imperious curse, I suppose. Harry watched Fred, George, and Lee juggling empty beer bottles for a moment. Then Hermione said, but last year your scar hurt when nobody was touching you. And didn't Dumbledore say it had to do with you know who, what, with what you know he was feeling at the time? I mean, maybe it hasn't got anything to do with Umbridge at all. Maybe it's this coincidence that happened while you were there with her. She's evil, said Harry flatly twisted. She's horrible, yes, but Harry, I think you ought to tell Dumbledore your scar hurt. It was the second time in two days he'd been advised to go to Dumbledore, and his answer to Hermione was just the same as his answer to Ron. I'm not bothering him with this. Like you just said, it's not a big deal. It's been hurting on and off all summer. It was just a bit worse tonight, that's all. Harry, I'm sure Dumbledore would want to be bothered by this. Yeah, that's the only bit of me Dumbledore cares about, isn't it? My scar. Don't say that. That's not true. Um, That is... How the mighty have fallen in Harry's eyes. Like, but that's what happens when you ignore someone since June. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and I also like don't think that, like, he's like, obviously
0: it, in need. He's obviously in need.
1: Yeah. Clearly. Even if you right. can't look at him, get him someone to talk to. Right. That's not Snape. Um, like, you don't talk to him for smart. months and then you give him an extra class with Snape. Right.
0: Sir. All right, I think I'll write and tell Sirius and see what he thinks. Harry, you can't put something like that in a letter. Don't you remember Moody told us to be careful what we put in writing. We can't just guarantee owls aren't going to be intercepted anymore. All right, all right, I won't tell him then. I'm going to bed. Tell Ron for me, will you? Oh, no. If you're going, that means I can go too without being rude. I'm absolutely exhausted and want to make some more hats tomorrow. Listen, you can help me if you like. It's quite fun. I'm getting better. I can do patterns and bobbles and all sorts of things now. Like, he got homework to do. (laughs) And, no. Um, Harry looked into her face, which was shining with glee, and tried to look as though he was vaguely tempted by the offer. Um, No, I don't think I will, thanks. Not tomorrow. I've got loads of homework to do. And he went off to the boys' stairs, leaving her looking slightly disappointed.
1: I mean, at least he didn't say they looked like woolly bladders. True. Maybe six. You know. Um, who's your MVP? Hermione. Same.
0: Um, same, I same, wanted same. to also make Harry my MVP, um, co-MVP for going through what he was going through, but I felt like you don't get to be MVP just because you're, like, I felt sorry for you you know right he didn't he's not actively he's being strong I guess but he's not actively like he didn't actively do something and even though Hermione had the whole health self thing she was like actively helping solve something Mm -hmm. um yeah so Hermione
1: Yeah, same. Uh, for the same reasons as you. Um, sorry. Uh, Ariana made our um, McGonagall MVP for the inspiration to work harder the way that great teachers do. Um, Portia is not sure who to make her MVP, and Laurel makes Grubbly Plank her MVP for having a lesson plan, which you know at at Hogwarts is a feat is a thing that you would think would be, you know. It's a thing you would think would be around and would just be commonplace, but apparently it isn't. So very rare. Yeah. Um, so I benched Umbridge. Same. Yeah, everyone benched Umbridge. Umbridge gets all the benches,
0: and you know why. And if we had to explain why, why are you even listening? Why have you not been paying attention? What's going on? I'm worried. We about haven't you, been listener. Yep. No. So thank you guys so much. Oh, wait, hold listening. up. I think we
1: have another oh. in a second. Gotta be quick. Gotta I be feel quick. like because... <laughs> <Kinevich Dumbledore. laughs> because of am going a of Pardon me. Think so. Um, oh, oh, Portia decided to give Madame Pomfrey her MVP for being an advocate for her patients and making healing so cool. Because there was a whole other side conversation that we didn't get to because we are way close to time. Um, yeah. about healing and how awesome healing is. Yes. Um, Hermione um, is probably and... playing the
0: MVP for being a brilliant teacher and putting up with these trifling fools, and bench Ron for being the worst in John Raphael voice from Parks and Rec. Hmm. Um. So,
1: yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you for listening. Next week we will discuss chapter 14 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Percy and Padfoot. I bet you know who Robin's going to bench and I bet you know who she's going to make her MVP just off of that title. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who's benched for the chapter. Um, Join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag wizard team, y'all know the deal. Yeah. I feel like you're making everything
0: very predictable and you know what? I might be a wild card. You never know
1: okay that's cool i can't remember what else happens in that chapter so it's totally <laughs> possible that you but don't i am gonna be
0: serious my MVP. put it down now write yeah. it down now all right thank you
1: <laughs> bye <laughs>